Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. As long as it's all good, I want to welcome you to the House That Happens, sponsored by Shuey's Bar and Grill, the only place to be in suburban Etobicoke. Basically, we're north Etobicoke, where we support the next mayoral candidate, Mr. Anthony Fury, and we'd be remiss if we did not say uh, Happy Pride Month to all the people that are celebrating in this great diverse city that we have called Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And we're here to talk about the iconic, insidious, and insane things that make us come to this world we call sports. How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, although I'm a little sad that uh, hockey and basketball season is all done. You know, we got uh, the draft coming up uh, pretty soon, though. They call it a lull. I seen a great meme the other day, and it was like it was a bad checklist for buying groceries. Like, no eggs, no bacon, no milk, no sugar. And I looked at it, and I said, I wish I didn't see it, because we got ba- basically it's baseball, but golf, too. Tennis. And Formula, Formula you know One. Formula One, racing. We will, talk, yeah. we, will, we, we, we will allude to that a little bit later. The fact is... Sports goes 24-7, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially hockey in this country. We'll we'll find out soon. You know what I'm saying? And it would be remiss if here in the house that happens, we've talked since January, good, bad, and ugly, where this was going to go. We must put out a congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights for winning their first championship in six seasons with only being in the league six seasons, masterminded by the one and only from Etobicoke, George McPhee. George McPhee, Kelly McCrimmon, GM. Yes, Brother yes, of the yes. late uh, Brad McCrimmon. Oh, yes. Brad McCrimmon, big, strong defenseman. Um, don't you think a bit, like, before we get into the actual, um, the actual um, why Florida fell apart or whatever the case may be, because Vegas did win in five games. Yeah. So you got to say that's pretty well dominant. I'm saying, is this starting to be a template for... How you could win a championship in six years, or just be they started at a different place? Uh, well, I, they definitely did start in a different place. Like as I mean, unless you're Seattle, I don't know how you're really going to replicate a lot of this. Given, uh, I mean, a lot of these teams' salary structures. Maybe like a team like Carolina, this is kind of like something that they can look at because they're the only team that was really competitive here that kind of has a similar salary structure. Wouldn't you say? Okay, I'm I, I'm I'm go. I don't know where you're going with this, but can I just throw in a little uh, a little wrench in the situation? Columbus. Yes. Columbus. Okay. When did they come into the league? Uh, nine. Uh, two thousand. What have they done for us lately? Not much. They've been probably one of the worst new franchises in all of sports in the last mm-hmm. twenty years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So why? That's what I'm saying. Shouldn't there be a little template like Vegas won in six years? What's the farthest Columbus has got? Want to second round? Yeah, in twenty years. 20, yep. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. And then Minnesota, they, they're, they're they're the same age as Columbus. They've been to one conference final, but since then, I think they've only won one or two playoff series. Yeah, but they they seem to be more competitive. They'll make the playoffs, but they always yeah. seem to just be a doormat in the first round, though. Uh, point well taken. The reason I'm bringing it up is I'm just saying. Uh, um, having talked long time, I, I for a while I knew George McPhee's brother Paul, and we talked like extensively about hockey. And then he would go like Washington would come to town, and he'd mm-hmm. be up in the box with his brother talking. And he'd come back with the scuttlebutt <laughs> because he's talking to his brother. So he'd say, "Oh well, crazy, no. We're, uh, it looks like uh, Washington's going to do this. And they they got deep voices and whatever." And uh, I always thought it was unfair that McPhee got you know every year like Dubis in Toronto this year. When they didn't win, the year that Washington didn't win, that's what happened to McPhee in Washington. And what happened the next year? Within two years, they won the Stanley Cup. Basically, uh, a it was few his years, team. Yeah, I'd say within two years gone, but that was his team. I, I, I'll take that anyway. To go to Vegas and win with six years, congratulations! And I really do believe it's a template. 
Mm-hmm. To uh, even though how they got things started, I mean they're they're they might be the only team in NHL history to do what they did at the expansion draft. Uh, that's even clever the, management. Oh, uh, no disrespect. Yeah, but I'm just saying this is that's like I don't think it's a template to work off of because that was a one off. So are you saying it's because they've left the draft uh, table a little bit empty? What do you mean? Oh, like, like how they, they traded all their Vegas hates first round picks? Is that what we're getting to? I'm not saying that, but <laughs> there's only one player that they drafted on their team. On their team, that's and it's what I'm Keegan Colsar, I believe. Yeah, he's the only one. That's what I'm alluding to. Now, and now I'm not saying is this good, bad, or ugly? Because here's what I'm going to get to about the Vegas team. Let's talk about the play of the game. Okay, yes. the first game was pretty tight. Okay, first game was pretty tight. But you knew that uh, Vegas seemed to have a little bit more, uh, what would you call it? Like, I, I liked your theory, the rolling four lines. Like, yeah. they didn't have a, a precipitous drop. Well, I mean, the, the first game started off tight, but once yeah. it got to the third period, so Vegas got, just started yes. to roll, run away with it. And then we had the game that got shelled. Mm-hmm. Did they, they get one game they were shelled? Well, I mean, the last game as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's that's the period on the sentence then, okay? But what I liked about this is that the next step, when I'm talking about the template for not only the sixth season, and six being the letter of the day, yep. the six big defensemen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And he, obviously he acquired and assembled a team with six big defensemen. I believe four of them are Canadian. Uh, Petrangelo, I know, is Canadian. Shea Theodore is Canadian. I believe Braden McNabb is Canadian. Canadian. Zach Whitecloud is Canadian. Uh, Martinez is an American, I believe. Yeah, one's American. I know one of the I can't forget uh, which guy. I, I don't know Nick Hague. Is he Canadian as well? I think so. Yeah, he is. He's from five of them. Five of the six are Canadian. Okay, five or six are Canadian, and their average height, I think, is six one. Yeah, <laughs> they're all big boys. You know what I'm saying? So not only is it was crafty. We got to give it a admit that the way he assembled was crafty in the beginning. Oh, the, I mean, the whole way the, the team was assembled. The flurry guy getting past already, take, getting rid of him as fast as you can Getting rid get of uh, Nate Schmidt, there who was a big go. part of those early teams. They shipped him off to make the cap space for Petrangelo, I believe it was, or Pacioretty, one of those guys. Yeah, but the way that they fit it in now, because they're not in no salary cap hell right now. They're pretty, they're okay. They're going to have to make some adjustments. But I believe that, you know what it's like when the, when the rocket goes up and mm-hmm. you just drop those parts off as you keep going, like the old Apollo things? Mm-hmm. I think that's what Vegas looks like to me. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, just above eight mil in salary cap space for next season. They got to add like a couple, you know, like bottom six forwards and like a back, and they need to find another goalie. But I mean, with eight mil, I mean that's plenty. Uh, I'm gonna go back to our other theory. If I got six big boys, I'm gonna play goal. <laughs> okay, well, that's uh, what I'm saying. They'll need to break the bank of free agency. No, 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 and that's good. That seems to be the thing is because we've discussed this many a times. Who are the great goalies? The guy in Vegas didn't even start the playoff. He wasn't even the goaltender to start. Yeah, he wasn't the goaltender to start the season or the playoffs. Or yeah. the playoffs. So you know what they I mean. They found him on the scrap pile from uh, I believe they got him from San Jose, Aiden Hill. San Jose. Yeah, I knew before that he played with Phoenix. Oh, I thought it was Columbus. I knew it was another team, too. But in any event, it just what I'm saying is that if you're going to... All the teams in the league shouldn't be crying about, I haven't won a Stanley Cup since uh, the Kennedys were in the White House or some nonsense like that. Oh, by the way, isn't that the Toronto Maple Leafs? Oh, just sorry. Uh, No one in the organization (laughs) bitches about that. What's that? No one in the organization says that, though. No, but you know, because you, you know what? They're scared to say it. You should say that. You should have your... Look, okay, how long is this Shannon Yeah, plan? but then, but then people are going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let, me let, me okay. let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak. If someone says that, then we're, they're just going to be like accused of complaining. So, like, what's the good in that? 
In what way? Complaining about people what? People are just like, you, people like you were going to come out and be like, oh, look, they're bitching about how they haven't won the cup in this long and blah, 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 blah. That's how it's going to go. I know the Toronto media. You know the Toronto media. That's how it's going to happen. Okay. I know I know what you Habs fans are going to say. I know what the Bruins fans are going to say. Uh, okay, but wait. wait the Blackhawks fans are going to come out okay. come out of their basements, you okay, know? Okay, I'm just still saying we had a man, George McPhee, with Kelly McCrimmon in the span of six years. Not only that, was it three conference finals? Four. Four conference finals. This is their second final. So, yep. and I, I don't know how they missed the playoffs that year, but I knew there was a couple injury issues that time. Yeah, I think it's like you can chalk that one up to injury issues. They, yeah, and they were right up, up against the cap too. That yeah. might, uh, you know, like no Eichel. Yeah, Leonard. I mean, he, his situation's still a little uh, troublesome. They say he might never play again. And but. then uh, Passeretti hit the wall at that point. Yep. He wasn't yep. worth the money that he was there. Yeah, they had but to I, ship him out of town. Yeah, um, but I think it's clever. Um, I think it's clever how they assembled it this way. Won the ring and. And uh, welcome, Vegas. That's the first time I've ever seen a Stanley Cup championship where there was fireworks on the ice. Only Vegas. No, they did that the last few years. Where? where at? Did they? They did that for Colorado. I think starting in the bubble, they started doing that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They did do it in the bubble. That's right, to make it look so. Because we got to look like NBA or we got to be copycat. Why, why don't they drop shit from the ceiling? Because you know if there was on the ice and the skates, everyone's oh, it's bad out. news yeah, bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drop balloons in. When the Toronto I mean, Maple Leafs, yeah, but, but, but hold on, hold on. But with guys skating around with the cup, that's going to be a mess. There's going to be an accident. Why? Because it break a balloon, hit the skate. Someone's going to trip and fall, and I and then the family comes down on the ice too. It's going to be a want, mess. No, the, the kids will pick up the, the, the garbage. <laughs> yeah, but like one of them might fucking split their head open. Okay, in any event, we're just talking about the fact that um, how do you win a championship in six years? I don't know, but the footnote on the whole series is this. You got to give the Florida Panthers a huge credit for beating oh, yeah. three of the best teams in the league to get to the finals. I don't think that this should have been a surprise because the problem with the world today is history is last week. So people seem to forget, oh, Florida, eighth place team, made this great run, blah, 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 blah. Wait a second, they won the President's Cup last year. They added Matthew Kachuk. Okay, so let's just say if you live by the sword, you die for the sword. Where was Kachuk in game five? Injured. What they call that? A broken what? Sternum. Yep. So that means you he needed his brother's help. You needed his brother's help to get out of bed. Thank you very much. So remember when Florida, all those series, remember, remember, remember Kachuk when you wanted to fight Marner, mm -hmm. you know, remember when you were pushing around a couple guys on Carolina, remember when you grabbed Kokomini, like you looked tough then, Kokomini at least stood up to you. Yep. But look at all those little incidents with Kachuk. Barkov, um, who am I missing? The number one. Oh, Bennett. Bennett, Reinhardt, all, and what's the defenseman? These guys were taking, remember I said they had the sharp elbows. Yep. The sharp elbow teams, and it got them this far. I just think that they ran out of gas. Karma bit them on the ass. Thank God that you don't pay any income tax. I'm, I'm going to say this is going to have a, a negative effect going into next season for this team because it sounds like Ekblad's going to miss training camp plus Ooh. a significant amount of time next year. Kachuk. Maybe the same thing they're saying. Plus oh, really? Like, I, yeah. I heard he won't be ready for the season. Yeah. He won't be ready for the start of the season. But if he's ready by Christmas. I mean, that's that's like already like a third is, of the season, it, though. Okay, by that. But isn't he, he projected to be a Christmas? But he should be ready yeah. by Christmas? He won't be ready by the start of the season. No, definitely okay, not. So now, my point being is this. When push came to shove, Vegas hit back. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they did. But the thing about Vegas is they didn't they didn't get away from their game. They kept playing their game. But hey, if you're going to be hitting, we're going to hit back, which is something like maybe Carolina should have hit back more. Maybe Toronto should have hit back more. But you know what I mean? When the bullies, someone right. had to stop the bullies. Vegas did. Well, I mean, you can't teach, you know, six foot two, six foot three, right? Agreed. That's the problem. I think that was a problem with those teams. They were built a little too small. I think both those teams, Carolina and Toronto, are definitely going to address that this offseason. I thought they did at the trade deadline. They started to, but I mean, I mean. (laughs) I can't wait till we have a preseason hockey talk. I'm going to be vicious. (laughs) In any event, uh, kudos to the Las Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I think that we know that Vegas will be a contender next year, and if they could possibly be repeat mode, where do you think this is going to be for Florida? People always ask, when you lose a championship, you either fall down or where do you go? Where I do you, think, where, I, what does this look like for Florida next year? I think they miss the playoffs next year, honestly. What? With all uh, these guys uh, like looking like they're going to be injured, I don't think Bobrovsky is going to repeat this oh, magic no, no, early no, on no. next season. The, they need to go – like, um, what's going on with uh, Spencer Knight, too? I know he's in um, – was it the substance abuse program yeah. <laughs> right now? So, like, well, you I shouldn't, shouldn't laugh. You shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't laugh, I'm just saying the team's got issues. Uh, yeah, and then... I so, apologize for that laughter. I, I I don't think Florida is a cap team as it is. And you have all these big cap guys that are going to be out that you yeah. got to account for when they come back. So it's not just Miss like an Apple's... Yeah, I think they missed the playoffs. Well, there's an interesting stat I read a year, the year that Montreal went to the finals. And when I read the article... A chill went up and down my back, which usually says the regression of a team that loses in the finals is usually harsh. Oh, it is. So, And you look at the last few teams that won the finals. Look at Tampa Bay, but that's different. They wrote in the first round. Montreal went to the finals. We haven't had a sniff of the playoffs in two years. Um, the year who lost to it's St. Gonna Louis? It's going to be three. Yeah, stop it. What's, what? I can't wait for this preseason show either, Chris. Oh, it's going to be great. What? Um, who did St. Louis beat? Boston, right? Yeah. And the, and the year after that, Boston lost in the first round. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, something like that. But anyways, there's in the last, I think it was the last 12 years that the Stanley Cup finalist. Edmonton, I know they missed after. They, they missed them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Carolina, the winners missed two the next season. Okay, that's but, what I'm saying. They, yeah. they, they said that in when you usually miss the finals, you have a large drop-off, coyote-over-the-cliff type thing happens with you within a season or so. And I hated to hear that, but look at the Habs. We haven't sniffed the playoffs since we got to the finals. I mean, Florida's salary structure would kind of scare me, too, if I'm a Panthers fan, because next season is the last year of Montour's contract. He's at 3.5. You know he's going to want a big raise. Oh. But you know what, though? He'd have to do it because let's let's take a look at this. I'm glad you brought this up is because I know you want to put an epilogue on the season. But I want to just throw this in there before you get there. Speaking of Montour, I, this guy was a revelation. I remember seeing him before, but not as much as I was here now. And I thought that was a great thing because he's the smallest of all their defensemen, but he's the quarterback. Yeah, he runs the power play. Yeah, he's the guy that's going. He's shifty as hell. Yep. You know, and he skates like a demon. However, what's his size? 5'11". Oh, yeah, 5'11". He's a small guy. Okay, so we had another guy that was just recently into the finals, and they were calling him the next Bobby Orr. I think his name is uh, the guy in Colorado. Makar. Where was Makar this year? Uh, he was injured for a lot of this season. Why? Wear and tear. Banged up. He's yeah. only 6'1", 170, or whatever. He's not even 200 mm-hmm. pounds. Montour is 200 pounds. He's lower to the ground. He's a little bit thicker. But look, at you know what Makar's going to have to do? I'm not taking away from his talent. But, I mean, when, like, you know, he just skated around everybody. Everybody looked at the film, and what did they say? Every time you see him, hit him. Every time you see him, hit him. 
Correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and what did he do this season? Is he even going to make an all-star team? Remember at the end of last season, they were talking about him like Bobby Orr, Doug Harvey, and Tim Horton wrapped into one or some nonsense? Kale McCarr? Kale McCarr. Well, he's nominated for the Norris this season. Are he still nominated? Yeah. That's just because he's a no, player. But he put up a ton of points. I'm end. pretty sure he played 60. Did he play 60? Yeah. He, he better play 60 or he shouldn't he be in there. This ain't the Bobby Orr thing. I hated that. He only played 60 games. And you know what? He had to rush at the end. I will admit, the last 20 games are his best games of the year. Yeah, he played 60 games. He had 66 points. Well, so. yeah, but it, was, but it was mostly the last 20 games. I didn't realize he had 66 points. 17 mm. goals. Yeah. Well, I, I, I remember last 20 games. Okay, McCarr, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. The the uh, no, I won't take that back because I will see where you're going to go next year. Because what did Colorado do this year? Uh, Even though they had it, well, right? I, so I want to get into. I've seen uh, the Stanley Cup favorites odds for next season, which is Some, insane. Somehow Colorado is number one. What? The yeah, they're plus eight hundred. I don't know why. You gotta be crazy to bet on Colorado because their captain may never play again. Nichushkin could be in some serious legal trouble oh, yeah. regarding the uh, the prostitute. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, buddy. What or are you like, thinking? there's allegations of uh, him stealing. He's her Russian, passport. right? He is Russian. <laughs> uh, there's allegations of him stealing her passport. And, oh, I just I yeah. just caught up on this a couple of days ago. I go, this guy's Russian. Did he, you heard the police? Uh, tapes, right? No. Yeah, yeah there's like um, whatever the body cam footage of one of the cops investigating, yeah. and then like uh, you hear the whatever they're talking about the girl, and like all she kept saying was like he's a bad man, took my passport. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's I'm not saying he's guilty or not guilty. I'm Until just he gets to court. Yeah, I, I'm just saying he, 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 he could he could be in some <laughs> very big trouble. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. But I'm saying overall though, but most of those guys. But you know what I'm saying? I I don't believe that because. There's something that's the straw that stirs the 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 the, uh, the chemistry of a team. Sometimes I think letting Kadri go too quickly, just like Toronto did. Well, I, I mean that's that's salary cap. I mean, had they known where things were going with Landeskog, they may have had might have had the foresight to sign him because they would have had the cap space overall. But I think they were anticipating Landeskog to come back for Christmas. Oh, but that's said he true. So, but he's going to be back next year though. So who would you rather uh, They're have? sounding like his, his career might be over. Uh, I hate to hear that. I, I like hate him to, as a I like Landis Cog too. Me too. I like him a lot. So, but, but if you had to make a choice right when they're at that particular point in time, who would you take first, Landis Cog or Kadri? You can't let your captain go. No kidding. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. I, I, and, and on any given day, I would rather have Landeskoff over Kadri, even though I like Kadri a lot, mm-hmm. just because a little bit more of the scoring prowess yeah, that he's got. Landeskoff is a higher ceiling. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. But in any event, these things that like that way. But what you know, it, it bugs me when you when you see the season's not even a week over. Is it a week over yet? No, nah, it's not only even. been five days over, and they're already calling next. That's why betting's just wrecking sports. Eh? So <laughs> I, I, I want to say a good value bet, Seattle plus 5,000. To win? Yeah, to win the cup. What's Montreal? Plus 12,000. What is it? Can't you see if they make the conference finals? I'm going to make one of those. I haven't, I haven't seen. This is just Stanley Cup odds. Okay, what I'm going to do that at the beginning of the hockey season, remind it here, I'm going to put 50 bucks at Montreal makes the conference finals. I would say if you're looking for good value for Stanley Cup odds, uh, Oilers plus 1,100. I, I'm going to get to this in a little bit, but I think Edmonton, I think their time is coming next year. I think they're going to win it all next year. They're my way too early pick. New yeah. Jersey plus 1,300. I think there could be some great value there. Oh, I think New Jersey, that would be very good. I think New Jersey's just like a player or two away from yeah. protecting the Hughes. Because remember, they're a little small up front, so they got a little frazzled. But you could the say the same about Edmonton. They just need to add like a couple like depth, defensemen, defensemen like maybe a couple depth forwards. Yeah. 
Oh, I, you know what? I I would carry the I would carry the load. I think Jack Campbell's going to have a bounce back here. I think so too. And I really believe that they should have started him in one more game to give him a chance to redeem himself. But they sold out to Skinner, and look how that worked out. Because he had a couple horrible games. Yeah. I remember uh, Campbell coming in relief showed, but I guess they said they did that old school come to leave the dance with the girl you came with nonsense. Vegas didn't do that. Well, I mean, they were kind of forced into that position. Their guys were getting injured. Oh, that's true too. That's true too. You know but, I mean? I mean, some of these odds are ridiculous. Like, somehow, Seattle has the same odds as Nashville and Vancouver. I don't know how the F that works. Uh, what about Toronto? Where does they're, the They're the same as the Oilers, plus 1,100. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Leafs are always up there. Oh, that's it's, it's It's based on where the... sense of security. Well, it's also based on, like, where the people <laughs> the, are betting, right? Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of Leaf fans out there. Well, yeah. And, 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 the, um, and that's cross-country, too. Of course. And, of course, they, and they established themselves as a team or whatever. Um, I, I think it's crazy that we haven't even got to training camp, and they're already predicting who's going to do it. We don't well, know. Well, it's not prediction. It's just taking people's they, money. They, taking the, <laughs> <laughs> I like, and I'm not liking that. I'm just saying, yeah, that's what yeah. I was saying. It's, it's about the Vegas. You know what I mean? Carolina is the same odds as New Jersey, plus 1,300, I think. And actually Vegas. I mean, Vegas, I would say no just because of how tough it is to go back-to-back in the NHL. Tampa Bay just did it. Uh, I, I think know, any team but, could do it. Maybe it's a new trend. Like in basketball, they said you couldn't do it, and then it was 2-3, two, 2-3, three, two, three, three, two, all that. Yeah, maybe but because things happen, maybe, guys get injured. Well, I don't I know. The, well, maybe this is a new era. Maybe. Tampa Bay just I, went well, three times, I, and look at the way you're talking about how Vegas is built. Yes. Okay, so well, here's the foundation. Here, here's my thing. I think Vegas will come back and win. I just don't think it's going to be next year. So like that Chicago thing where they won Chicago, last the L.A. One. thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. win, last one. Okay. That seems oh, a bit I, I more realistic. Buy, okay, I'll buy you into that because I don't think Vegas is going away. No, they're not. With, with they're this, not. With this lineup They'll make the, the playoffs the next year. They'll win, like, at least a round. Oh, maybe two. Maybe yeah, two. I mean, but I, again. If I see them in the conference finals, I'm not going to be surprised. No, but I mean, uh, like like I said before, I'm, I'm really high on the Oilers going into next season. I'm not. Until I see their roster and I'm seeing like two more defensemen come in there, they just fly. Didn't you pick them to go to the finals this year? Maybe. No, you, no, you did. Did I? Okay, <laughs> you did. But, okay, but you know what? And this is this is why I'm backtracking a hundred percent. They fly around all the time, but when shit hits the fan, they they disappear too. Like I should have thought about this because I was thinking, all oh, Connor McDavid, he's a superstar. He's going to be Mount Rushmore. This is his time to win a Stanley Cup. Well, I don't think he's on the type of team that's structured to win a Stanley Cup, and it's already proven for the last two years. Him and Leon Draisaitl just isn't enough with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, yeah. with Vander Kane to get to the next level. So what are they going to be basically doing? They're coming back to the table with the same team. Yeah. So what well, is that theory when you keep coming back with the same thing? Is that what the Toronto Maple Leafs are doing? Uh, <laughs> How far did they get? That's what I'm saying. So I was. I, I, but you I also remember. look historically. There's a trend. There's you know teams that did struggle early on, but then they kept coming back with the same guys, and they eventually broke through. So you're gonna think. So so it should be then. It should be Toronto and Edmonton in the finals, correct? According to your theory. Why not? Ah, I'm saying no. I would. You know what? Because like I said, it's not going to be Florida next year. I think they're missing the playoffs. Oh, it's I not, like that call. Bruins are in danger of missing the playoffs. Oh yeah, no. I think the Bruins are going to take a big step back. I think. I think Jersey. We got to keep in the mix. Yeah, I'm keeping Jersey in the mix. And you know what? New Jersey, I, maybe New York. I'm not. I'm not completely sold on them after these playoffs. Okay, I hate to say this, but I think that Toronto is going to have a better season than Edmonton. 
I'll say the season hasn't even started, but we'll wait till training camp. And see what, the, we'll see yeah. what, because you know we got a draft coming up, we yeah. got free agency coming up. Well, let's talk after that. But the way that the teams are constructed as we speak and as the season has ended, I got more credence in the Toronto Maple Leafs than I do in the um, Edmonton Oilers, due to the fact that all those guys that they pulled in will now not have the pressure of doing that playoff run. They'll come to camp together, like the, like the McCabe guys and those and those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll but be like more of a team. Where's Edmonton? Who are they going to bring that? Who did they get in? Oh, they got the guy from Nashville, so that would yeah. be better for that the That was the best season. trade of the deadline. Oh, no doubt And about I think Evander Kane, he had a... Him. Sorry? I think they need another guy. I, I agree, too. They need to find a, a, an upgrade over Cody Cece. Oh. They need another third-pair guy as well. Over Nurse. No, I mean, Nurse is... You're stuck with Nurse. I think, uh, But with ever but since ever since Ekholm got there, kind of pushed his role down a little bit, which has been beneficial for the team. For both him, too. Oh, uh, exactly, exactly. And then they got um, the kid there, Bouchard, running the power play. So yeah, what Nurse were we doesn't say have to about do with Andrew that. Kane? Yeah, so uh, he had a little bit of a bad season last year coming back from uh, injury. I think he had surgery as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for him to be a bounce back candidate next 30 year. 30 goals? Should be. I'm thinking so too. 30 goals, 30 assists at least. Okay, but I, I agree with all Probably of that. Probably more given that he's playing with those guys. Okay, oh, yeah, that's. Should yeah. be closer to a point per game, ideally. Well, and it may have to be that. You're, you're a good promo um, guy for the Edmonton. But, I mean, Edmonton, they, I would say they were the team that gave Vegas the hardest time to these playoffs. I know Dallas. Because their offense. I'm, oh, yeah. Let's not Dal leave Dallas, Dallas out. Let's yeah, Dallas but, like, out. Dallas, it was, like, too little too late. They okay, were they agreed, were out of that series yeah. way too early, yes. right? But they their, their games against Vegas were insanely – I thought they were just as competitive. Like, the pace of the game and, like, I mean – The games they, that they won. Yeah, <laughs> the, okay. the game, they looked like they didn't belong in that series sometimes, though. Yeah, but that's what same with Florida in the series too. That's so, all I'm uh, saying. That Edmonton though, they looked like they were a lot more in that series. Okay, than those so other here's two what teams. pisses me off about it. Like you said, I have to. Uh, you have to say when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I was remembering at the beginning of the season. Yes, I did. I clamored about McDavid. This is his time. Remember all that stuff? Yep. He'll beat Toronto in the finals. The guy's got to do it. Well, there's something about the guy now that when I watch him, he's got a bit of a bad, sneaky, dirty in him that I don't like because that takes away from his game. Now, Crosby was straight up. I'll punch you in the face if I was bigger. I can live <laughs> with that. Mario Lemieux was always going to look at a, at a referee. Gretzky could look the, could get away with just about anything that he wanted. Steve Eiserman was a freaking solid head down, let's go guy, no nonsense. All of those guys are now in the Hall of the Fame, and all of those guys are multiple Stanley Cup winners. My point being is McDavid hasn't shown that moxie. You know what I mean? Like, on ice playing, skill level, speed. look at his speed. Like we said, I, I'm still saying this. We, we did that show last year about the 10 most spectacular players in all of sports. What did I have, McDavid? One or two? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's up there. I'm not saying... I think you had, we both had him at one. Was it what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I'm, I'm saying he's that spectacular of a player. In the history of the league, Dominic Wilkins in basketball, Marcel Dion in hockey... Um, you know what I'm getting? Kent yeah. Nielsen on Calgary. Um, uh, you know, just guys like that. Rick Middleton on Boston. These guys were like amazing players. Why don't we talk about them anymore? I do think that McDavid's going to be much higher because of his skill level, and I love the way that he plays. But until they get some more people on the back end and a goaltender, not the best goaltender, but better goaltending than they had this year, they're going to be the same place there next spring. That's how I see it. I could be right. I could be wrong. I don't wrong. know. They got Ken Holland. He's a very smart GM. Well, they, they made it. And he's from old Detroit. That's going to see. But sometimes they get there again, and they're not quite the guy they were before. You know what I mean? 
It's like your old girlfriend. You sneak I back know, to see I'd you like, think it's going to be good. Nah, it's not. I don't know. They got Jay Woodcroft there. He's looking like he could be the best coach in Oilers history. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that. But I, I'm saying, you, I don't know if it's going to be next year. McDavid's going to have to win a Stanley Cup to get the prestige next or Pantheon year. next year. I think it's going to happen. Okay, so I'm betting a beer it's not. Okay, we're on. And we're on for the beer. You know what I mean? Uh, but, like, I mean, just going into next season, though, especially, like, I was looking at some of these East teams. I have no clue how this is going to work out. Well, I think Toronto, I think we're in. I think Buffalo comes in next year. I think it's going to be finally their year to make it back into the playoffs. They need a goalie. There's a bunch of goalies out there in free agency. They're probably going to snatch one. Hmm? That third team there, it's probably going to be like Boston or Tampa limping in there. Hi. We're the house that happens. We keep tabs on the Habs. Okay? okay? When we sneak in the back door with the formula I'm talking about, you know what we're going to camp with? You see the boys we got on the back end that we're going to camp with mm-hmm. on a defensive level? And some of them already proved a little bit of moxie? And as long as we uh, keep Savard to keep the horse in, we may have... What if Owen Beck plays as good as he does? We have Owen Beck blossoms on the front. We got the kid from last year. We got a high draft choice. We were a bit competitive. Our salary cap is great. And we're this close to having those six defensemen that I'm screaming about. It's going to be the credence for the rest of my life. I don't life. think you're as close as you think you are. You still got another year of Joel Edmondson. Stop it. Who three- says that? Who says, oh, why can't we? There's years. We're the Habs, man. We do magic shit out of nowhere. <laughs> we suddenly come out and do things like, remember we beat Pittsburgh a few years ago. You know Edmondson Remember? has a no no trade clause, right? He's got a 10-team no, no trade list. Who's that? Edmondson. Yeah, I know that, but let's just buy him out. So you can't just him dump him anyway. You don't, yeah, buy really. him out, so you want to be stuck with his uh, dead cap But I think he's two only years? two more. Is it two years? I'll do Because we got the young well, guys. You have one year, because you have one year left on his deal, but how it works is like you basically double that time if you're going to buy him out. Let's see how much that would cost to buy him out. Uh, he be- You know what? Then he better be our sixth defenseman. Come on. But he's a big three boy, and a half, too. Three and a half for your uh, 60. That's uh Okay, so yeah, you'd be saving. I mean, you could buy him out. I really don't see them, ha- see them, no, see them doing that, No, I don't see that, that That's just a dream. You can play better. Maybe he'll just play better, okay? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I've seen, I don't know. At a certain and I'm not point, playing, you are I'm what not, you are. I'm not Wiggs. I'm just going to say. Thir- I think he's a third pair D, but I think. I said number six, didn't I? <laughs> I'm number no, six but I mean, but given the, the structure of your team, I mean, the left side is pretty weak. I think Matheson and Edmondson are your top two on the left side, no matter what. Because even uh, you keep talking about um, the kid on London. Oh yeah, he's a right Logan, side. He's a right side too. Right? Logan Mayo. Yeah, he's a, he's a right side. But uh, you know what? What I'm interested in. What really? What I'm interested in more than anything is. Let's just go down the, the list here. This kid Barron, six foot two. Edmondson, six foot four. Kaelden Gooley, six foot two. Okay, Jordan Harris is only five eleven, but he's more of the Montour fit mm-hmm. of a defenseman. You know what I mean? He's that style of a defenseman. He's not that. Let's go down to our guy Matheson, who if we get rid of him, that's cool. I don't have no. He's problem. another guy with a no trade clause, though. I know it kills me, but he's six foot two. Then we get to Dennis Savard. He's six foot one. Then we get to Wyndham, who I hope we get rid of. He's five foot ten. And then we got Aberjackie, who's six foot four. They're not talking about the two kids that are down, including Logan Mayo, and I forget the other kid's name. I, I think he's a European finisher or something. Another guy. They're expecting him to break camp as well. Yeah, but another defensive. And both of those guys are over six feet tall. You know why I'm talking like this? 
How many years were the Habs the smallest team in the year? Bunch of water bugs. Oh, my small, God. How many times were years, we the smallest you, That's team? all I remember is that team go, growing up. You know what I mean? The smallest, we were, oh, we're fast. We're water bugs. We'll get around and get knocked around by the playoffs. We're gone because of size. You know what I mean? It used to drive me crazy. And I used to have to defend this. As a Hab guy, and I'd look at our team, and with all the Hab guys, me and Serge would get together. I'd go, Serge, I don't know the size of the team. Well, crazy, we're going to Serge, look at the size of the team. We got one guy over six feet or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Placanic I mean, you with guys, you guys guy. still do have some small guys up front. Which... I don't worry about that so much because, look, they protected Jack oh, Hughes. Man. He's yeah. not big guys. Oh, but, like, I'm worried what, what about, about that Suzuki uh, Cofield smallness. Uh, I'm, worried, I'm worried about Gallagher's contract. Oh, I... you know what, though? If Gallagher plays 25 goal game, a season and plays both ends, he had some injury issues. He's only yeah, 31. I think, I think he's past his best before date. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but he's still a serviceable part. Josh Anderson, I mean... Oh, I love him. Love yeah, but he him. only Don't shows up a... against the Leafs. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. How many assists did he have last year? I forget. He's not an assist guy, so go okay. stay in the corner. What are we doing with Drew in? Get rid of He's him. He's gone. Okay, so... We got our rookie guy who... You might have to... Home. You have that Christian Dvorak who oh. might be the guy... Actually, he's got no trade clause, so I don't know if he's exactly the guy you move out for um, if you want to get Pierre-Luc Dubois. I don't know what's going to happen You might have to move there. up Kirby Doc to get him, honestly. I don't want him to take out Kirby Doc, man. I want to keep him there. Look at Kirby Doc, 22-6-4. Looks like he's got a place to he's looking pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Josh Anderson, we need him. But you got to pay to give up to, to get Dubois, right? Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. I'd like to give well, up Dubois. I, I think we talked about this before. That Florida pick is... 100% yeah. going to be involved in oh, that yeah, trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about and that. And, actually, Montreal's talking about moving up to the number two pick in this year's draft. That's good. If we go to number two, I'll go there because then we don't have – there's no confusion about who we're going to take. Is this is this, uh, well, I mean, is this a considered a good draft? Yes. Okay. A lot of skilled forwards. Yeah, so we'll get the guy – you think he's that the, the guy you were talking about, the American, right? Will Smith is yeah. the one they're talking about. Mm, I didn't. I haven't seen the scuttlebutt. I'm watching too much golf lately. But I, I, I heard that they were saying Montreal has been doing some dancing. But I went on site. People were speculating. Mm -hmm. Was it this that? But I didn't hear that till um, you told me. Yeah. So, but if we go up that high, and that guy is when he's a university guy, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. So I'm. A, he's a guy. I know the guy. He has a high skill level. But he, he'd go. He'd go down to AHL. I think next year. I don't think he'd break um, camp. Big boy, good hands. Yeah, I guess you can go to the AHL straight from college. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Or where else? Or he might go back to college for another year. Who knows? That's that's true too. Because they say the good thing about college is you got more time to uh, practice. Yeah, more time to train in your skills. We're always and you're playing against men too. And you're playing against men. Yes, yeah. So that that works. So I don't know. We're gonna see. I I would do that. I would go up to second, or I'd give up the draft pick. Yeah, you know, I know in between. I don't because like uh, the, the all the guys there, especially the, the, the mystique about this whole draft is going to be. And it's like a world politique issue right here. And uh, not that we're political on this show or anything, but we have a little thing going on across Europe there. They seem people seem to forget that guy Putin still blowing up kids, and yep. we don't know what's going on in the ground in Ukraine and blah 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 blah. But somehow, some way, this kid, then maybe ten years from now, he could be the best guy in this draft. Is signed with the KHL. For another three seasons. For three more seasons at 19. And I'm starting to say, I really believe that, comrade, you play in this country, give you a hard time. Don't go to NHL. We are KHL. And that kind of stuff goes on in Russia. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Then you notice, like, how many that the, the KHL has had much more during the pandemic and now during this, since this war, the, the quality of players that have stayed in the KHL has increased. Not insanely. But a incrementally, yeah. and this season it's going to show it's going to be a little bit more. 
And not only that, um, some of these teams, I don't know where they're getting the money from, they're, they're starting to throw a little bit more money at the guys like, um, say, like a Savard. How old is Savard now? Let's just say Savard in Montreal. Okay. He's got to be in his 30s. Okay, he's 32 years old. His contract at, say, ended this year. The Russian teams have been throwing secretly. That's what I've been hearing. One of the guys that said it was, um, I don't know, was Elliot Freeman or uh, the other older guy who's always on TV about sports, older guy, said very secretly, one of the agents is saying, and the agents are scumbags, um, that they, 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 they knock on the door. Yeah. They knock on A lot of guys say, no, man, I'm saying the NHL, I ain't going to Russia. But there is a monetary increase enough to make you think about, hmm, you know what I mean? You you do have to sniff the roses. Yeah. But most of the guys end up saying no because they want to do with Russian. And considering the war and all that stuff now, it's getting harder to be. And that's probably why they're offering a little bit more money. Sure. Because they have to. You know what I mean? But last year in the KHL, what, 20 Canadians played in the KHL last year? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. It was about 20 of them? I, I, that's what I heard. I don't know the number. I forget the guy that's the most, that we know the most. And I think he used to play for Detroit. I don't know, it was a hurdle or somebody like that. I can't remember. I'd have to go look at the KHL rosters, which I'm not going to do. But, um, yeah, but there's one guy, and he's in his 30s, and, I, like, when I realized he was playing in there, it was one of those guys, I'm going to look it up for the next show. It was like, you thought he'd be playing in the NHL this year. Let's just say, like, a um, a guy that might score 20 goals and kill some power play. Sure. I'm, uh, like a penalty killer guy. And all of a sudden I realized, hey, that guy's in the KHL. And a couple of older defensemen. Yeah. That you'd probably know. But it doesn't really matter. The bottom line is what I'm trying to get at is that I hope the Habs either drop or go for the number two pick. Because I'm saying we were competitive for a while, then we sat everybody down at the end. The real revelation that we've had is our goaltender played amazing when we won the World Hockey Championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Montaval. Yeah. And he's starting to be what we've talked about earlier in but the that's, year. But that's just him having, like, a good week, though. Stop it. I'm just okay, saying Okay, wait I'm a just second. Didn't facts. we have this discussion? It seems to be that once goals get kicked to the curb, if the right people pick them back up again, you got a gem. Sure. Okay, it's been happening around the league. We went through this on one show. How many teams have the goalie that they've drafted? Not many. Okay, who's playing on the Toronto Maple Leafs? Will it be the starting goalie number one this year? It's going to be Samsonov. Okay, but who's going to be his backup? Probably Joseph Wall. I think Joseph Wall is going to be your starter by Christmas, personally. Or they're going to be 50-50. We drafted him, though, so. Now, that's a good thing. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Let's get back now, to drafting uh, your goaltender. I want to talk about the Leafs a little bit, too. So there's rumors that they're talking to a bunch of big bruising forwards. I don't know if you've heard about this. I hear some scuttlebutt. So Milan Lucic and Corey Perry are the big ones. Oh, if they sign Corey Perry, I'm going to be upset. Milan Lucic on a one-year deal to play fourth line? I sign up for that. Were they going to have to pay him 800000 Yeah, probably close to league men. But the guy's freaking slow. Fourth line. He was pretty effective on Calgary's fourth line last year, I thought. At times. Really, Milan Lucic. I've had a good hate for him, especially when he was in Boston. You know what I mean? Sure, uh, prime, bring him along. Prime Milan Lucic was like such a oh, unicorn, though. I, I would, oh, my God. I would, I would take him in a minute. When he was 28 years old, I'd take him in a minute. What, no, what's he now? 35? He is... Don't take Corey Perry. He's got too much. Yeah, he's 35. There's too much uh, no tread left on the table. No, 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 no. I, I, I talked a lot of smack about Corey Perry last year. Well, yeah. he looked good in two playoff games. A blowout win and a blowout loss That's were the it. only games that you noticed him. Okay, so then don't bring him to Toronto. But <laughs> no, I know I what they're not. saying. What they're they're trying to address is the grit. 
Oh, for sure. You want yeah. someone that's going to be a local, like kind of what uh, the effect Ryan Reeves had on uh, Vegas. He's not there now, but ever since he got there, guys started to look a little taller, a little bigger, right? Well, that's what Mariner needs. We got into an argument last night with our couple of Serbian friends. I wish you were here that we were arguing about and why they were going to ship Mariner out of town and the rumor what team he was there. And he said, and I, I was saying that we got pushed around and I was doing the example where Kokomini at least tried to fight back. But I said Kokomini had big guys to back him. I really believe that Mariner had nobody to back him. He's out there in a island. What are mm-hmm. you going to do? I would have taken a swing, maybe have taken a beating or whatever. And they Man. said, well, he's on the trading block. Where are you going to go? Well, and he goes, my buddy's a diehard Hab fan. He says he'd take Mariner at the freaking drop of a hat. And I said, really? Well, I'll pick him up at the airport. How's that? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you guys want to be silly enough to, because I do not think you should, I think you guys should keep your core. You got it now. You got to hope for that salary cap you were talking about. That salary cap bump next year, yeah. Them, yeah, which would be four million. Well, I mean, well, I think I don't know if I brought this up on the last show, but apparently, so the players are in debt. It's like was it like a bill or something, but it's going to be paid off right in October. That's good that you know that but, because I've heard that along the way. Until you told me, I forgot about that escrow money. But hold I on, so forget. Gary admitted to the bean counter still counting from the last two seasons. So the players might have already paid off their debt. Hmm. This is mm. some this is some scummy shit going on by the league. I'm this just, is this is a play by Gary for uh, I believe it's hockey related revenue is the big uh, sticking point between the players and the stop league. Stop it! That's just being the best Jewish lawyer I've ever seen on the planet. <laughs> no disrespect. He's well, slick. I'm just well because you know Batman? the you know the owners of the big teams, the Toronto's, the Boston's, the Montreal's, the New York's. They're down Gary's neck now to raise the cap because they're pissed oh they i heard that they want to rip off his head and shit down his neck i heard the owner of new york who's a nut bar anyway <laughs> we know that he, he he i heard when he goes in the room he's saying like no, nobody really likes him either okay but, <laughs> no, because, surprise, uh, okay, surprise. but i heard that a, a couple times he's in the meeting like you know when they go in those rooms yeah. i would love just have the opportunity to be a fly on the wall yeah. just to come into that meeting when it's just owners and the commissioner with the door locked everyone's got their food and a bottle of scotch okay let's discuss this i would love because i hear gary batman comes out of there and freaking his ass is a little sore at times you know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. You know what I mean? But he, what he does is, then you got the Columbus, San Jose, um, uh, Carolinas. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The Phoenixes. All those teams going. Anaheim. And all give buffer them against the big bad bullies called Toronto, New York, Boston, Montreal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I'd love to see what the dichotomy is like in the room. Oh, it's, it's, I imagine it's very big owners versus small owners in there. It's, it's the it's one the time. Thing it's the like, one time Montreal, Boston, and uh, Toronto, you know, link probably arms like and sing, each other. Yeah, and sing kumbaya and <laughs> yeah, all that. And it don't last long. Probably <laughs> about a chorus before they get back. Before the knives come back out, you know what I mean? And it's it's funny to be talking like that because I thought always thought in a, and another note about this. I really thought that the ESPN money would have pushed the salary cap quicker than it did, and it had no. Well, again, it's it's end. because all this it's because of the the covid and the player debt and all this escrow nonsense which might already be paid off okay so, well, so, so wait, a little bit of dirty wait, bean okay, counting okay, going okay, on so now okay allegedly so now, now we're saying that this money should be going a little bit farther right yeah okay but here's the bottom line is word around the campfire is this is the lowest rated finals since i think uh, in, no no but, hold on in, in the states it's the highest rated finals in like 15 20 years so it's Canada's lowest? Yeah, in Canada, it's the it's very low. Was it? But it's the highest in, in America? Yeah, on TNT, they got the highest numbers at the um, highest viewership that uh, a Stanley Cup Finals has had in the States since, whatever, it was, it was like 15, 20 years or something. Really? Yes. 
Okay, so and TNT uh, credits them. They promoted the f out of this. Okay, because it was their first better, finals that they've ever exactly, had. Exactly because ESPN's crying that they didn't get the ratings they wanted. That's interesting. I forgot for their games. So I think and I, I think it was just a perfect a perfect storm because of the Matthew Kachuk situation. Yeah. They put him on uh, NBA on TMT. Oh, I'm sure that was a huge boost right was, there as well. And, and, and NHL has such a hard time over the years marketing like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to do that. You got to see the guys' faces. Give them some personality. You know what I mean? That's what draws you to the game. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not just the play, the competition. Of course it is, number but one. If, but if it wasn't for both Miami teams being in the finals, do we even get that moment? It's just like Point I said. Well taken. This is just a perfect storm, and TNT yeah. just took advantage of it, and good for them. Yeah, you know what I mean. That somebody in the marketing room probably got a bonus. Yep. You know what I mean. And I hope this just does well for hockey in the states. Me too. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's kind of odd. We had two non-hockey states playing for the finals. Yeah. You know. But Vegas is one of those teams where I mean they're they, still in the desert. I know, but they have a big fan base. Don't get that twisted. The locals big there gambling face. What big gambling base? No, they have fans. No, they have. They they they, 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 yeah, yeah. they did well the with the ground. Class and yes, yeah. Do you see the video of uh, there's the old man there at uh, like at Costco or something, and the guy's like, oh, "I'm giving out a trip to Vegas fans," and he's like, "Oh yeah, me and my wife." The guy's like, "Are you going to the games?" Like, no, I can't afford it. We'll just be watching on TV. Me and my wife. And yeah, yeah. It was a nice little wholesome moment. Yeah, sure it is. And no, but you know they've said there's an underbelly of fans because who's running the casinos? Who's driving the cabs? Who's doing the industry? You still need people to work. And Vegas is a city of but about a million, less. Yeah. Give or take, I think it's a little bit less. Vegas is smaller population people realize. Oh, sure. Now, at any given time, the amount of people in there, you, you got to adjust for that. It's huge. But, I mean, when you actually get down to the population. No, but that was the whole thing with Vegas where they didn't want it to just be, like, kind of what the Raiders have become where it's, like, a lot of the away fans. They wanted the strong uh, home base, base yes. which and is they what they got. It. Yes, yeah. Because, yeah, my buddy's been to many Vegas games. Uh, Wade that comes in here all the time and he says that it's a spectacle there the way they treat you coming in it's a little more NBA stylish the way they do it that's fine something. by me yeah yes and no I'm old so I'm sometimes I don't uh, know but sometimes I, you go into like a Leaf game you're like oh my god this is like a library oh in I, here. but that's your that's the city of Toronto it's gotten better I know but even in terms of just like the inner in arena experience like what they're setting up it's a little it's a little blase okay so know? let me say that um I've been never had. I should be embarrassed to say this. Never go to Habs games, but you see what happens on the screen where they're going. But I did have the opportunity to go to quite a few Detroit Red Wing games in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, as soon as you walk in the arena, you feel different than when you walk into a hockey game in Toronto. Yeah, I don't know if it's the people. Maybe I, I, I can't explain it. Was this at the Joe or at, at the, the Joe? Yeah, at the Joe. I did go to the Olympia too, and the Olympia was pretty raucous. But the problem with the Olympia is when I think back on it, that's a horrible. They're, pillars all over the place <laughs> when i really think about it um it's it's uh it was a weird it had to go yeah it, you know what i mean but all you those know what though? six places but the one boston gardens and the chicago stadium those old ones those were the best for hockey because i've I heard met, stories about those two buildings yeah because yeah. you were right like like can you imagine that you could yell hey esposito you're a bum he'd hear you perfectly <laughs> you know what i mean because they were down there and not only that chicago stadium they said had a bit of a lower ceiling yeah and, and the boston gardens had a little bit lower ceiling kind of like uh, san jose what they got now exactly yeah. so it, but, it booms in there how come toronto never booms it does i thought this playoffs the fans showed up oh yeah yeah you know which is good because for a while I was like, uh. but why when you go to the Raptors games it's so much crazier? Because they're in, re- in arena experience, the crowd is younger. It's a lot of new money there as opposed to old money. money. Point, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But and I also want to go back to Detroit for a second. We got to move on to yeah. get into basketball though. Um, we went to a game at the Little Caesars Arena. It wasn't quite 
the atmosphere you're describing, though, which I think is interesting. Well, you know what it is. I, Maybe I'm the teammates about, I haven't the team been is, their game. May- I haven't been to a game in Detroit in about, I'd say, 12, 14 years. And I've never been to Little Caesars. And I heard it's a little bit more stayed due yeah. to the fact that that's new Detroit money buying the boxes so people are sitting back with Gilbert and his crew. So I there's, heard it's not as... It wasn't as raucous. There's that, too. I mean, it might have also been that the team was just really bad at the time oh, where okay. we went. Yeah, so yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't even close to a sellout, which was... Oh, that's The thing Detroit. that shocked me, because I thought, like, I thought this was supposed to be hockey town. You know, I was expecting a sellout. No. 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 Let me tell you about Detroit. I was, I was going got, for the... It was a Detroit-Buffalo game. Me and my friend were being trolls, so we were going for the Sabres that night. Okay, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> we were trying it, to it, piss wasn't, people it wasn't sold out, was it? Not even close. No, and here's the deal. Uh, my buddy now, who lives down um, down in Amherstburg, Cobb, big shout-out, 30 years on the Peel Regional Police Force, but now is happily retired. He's gone over to a couple games, and it's interesting that he said, because he's got some connections, he's been to, because it's uh, the Leafs, I mean the uh, Red Wings and the Pistons play. Yes. They both play there. He said there's also a difference in the crowd. When you go to a basketball game, as you go to a hockey game, because he's been both last season, mm-hmm. and he said when we talk about how like the difference when you go to the Raptors, Leafs kind of deal, he said he noticed the difference. There's just a tad more. Um, I think it's because when you got the ice and it's back in, and you got to close the arena down closer, and you get to the action more. Maybe that's it. I don't know, but I'll tell you what Detroit's about. Except for the Lions, which is ridiculous, and I love that because being the disciple that I am is that when Detroit teams aren't pl- winning, people stand on the couches. Ask the Tigers. Hmm. You know, one of the historic teams in baseball. Not well, maybe not now so much, but you know what I mean. Ask the Detroit Tigers. When the, their, their attendance is solid, but when are they top five in attendance? Unless they're winning. Yeah. You know what I mean. The Pistons. When are they top five? Like right now, their attendance is suffering, being the shit team that they are. And They've like been, you said, yeah. you just went down for Buffalo and uh, and Detroit. But however. When you go to the Detroit games and the guys are telling me, when Toronto plays, Montreal plays, Boston plays, and Chicago plays, the the, the place is pretty full. Yeah. For, like, those traditional teams. But, like you say, um, like, when Columbus comes to town, the arena's 20,000. One year, what they had? 8,000 showed up? 9,000? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, operating costs. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? God bless Detroit. You think they're going to make a run this year? I hope they're a sleeper team. The Red Wings? Yes. Always got a little place in my heart. For I'll, I'll wait to see what they do this offseason. Uh, I've talked to this with my buddy Rob, who's a Red Wings fan. We argue. We, I mean, we were both kind of on the same page that they may have started the build up a little too early. They might want to tank one more year to get to try and get Bedard. I don't know. Got but, some solid young players. Larkin. Um, yeah, they got. Uh, Larkin yeah. ain't so young anymore, though. That's the thing. He's getting, but he's going to be a good leader. Yes, you got to have someone at the front of the. If you got a bunch of pack of dogs, you got to have a lead dog. No, I know, and they got Lucas Raymond and Maurice Sider. Yes, I know that. Yes, yes, and who is he, think, what's the guy? Is Sider the guy going to score forty goals one day? Sider's uh, the defenseman. You're oh, yeah, thinking, it, Lucas Raymond. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could he could score forty? Why not? I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like him. With I'd have him, going I'd up, have why him, not? I'd have him on my team. No, no, like I like the way he plays hockey and stuff like that. It, the, um, but I, I don't know. Like I said, let's put a period on the end of the hockey season. Let's congratulate the Las Vegas Golden Knights for what they've done. Um, I'm saying it's a six-year plan, teams. Get on it. You know what I mean? And speaking of getting on it, it's just been an anomaly that South Florida had two teams in the finals. Both as number eight seeds. Both running out of gas. Yes. You know what I mean? Can we say congratulations to the Denver Nuggets for the first time in franchise history, which is another anomaly, 
Both teams, NHL and NBA, had first-time championship teams. Yeah, coming from different ends, of course, where Vegas, they're kind of brand spanking new. Denver's been in the league since, like, what, the 80s? Oh, late yeah, 70s? 70s, but yeah. they were an ABA team, too. Yeah. They were one of the original ABA teams on top of it. Yeah, them, the Spurs, the Nets. Yeah, yeah, and they're 47 years in the NBA. Never, You know what I think? that What was this? Only their second conference final. Yeah, and the 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 other conference final came three years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So two conference finals, and uh, now they're they're champions. And I think they're a deserving team. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, for the first game and game and a half of the series, I mean, Miami didn't even look like they belonged. Of course, you know, I give, give Miami credit because they were scrappy. But I'm saying they this. did. They made uh, they made the end of games usually pretty exciting. Okay, and then Jimmy, even Jimmy um, Butler had a shot in game five to extend it. He didn't make the shot, but I think he had no legs by then. But oh, I mean, what do you think of that? Uh, foul call that uh, they reviewed in its state of foul. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about sometimes when the refereeing, and we're going to do a show on this. Because I didn't get how that was still a foul. That was a clear I couldn't kick either. Out. I said, come on, what's going on here? I don't know. Maybe they were trying money, money, gambling, I point spreads. I mean, they, I don't they, know. I don't know. Because he didn't go to the line, did he? I he mean, did he go to the line. line. I mean, he did go to the line. Yeah, so I'm saying, was that, what side of the point spread you're on? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I hate I hate to bring that up. But at times, when you see the call, you're on the couch and you're going, huh, what, really? It was a clear kick out to kind 100%, of... Yeah. 100%, everyone's seen it. And what? And how do they react to it? Let's go to the booth. No, no, it's a foul. Go to the line. <laughs> I go, hey, ref, what would you bet on tonight? Check the point spread. Because you know what? You know what? Um, if you check the game, uh, Miami covered spread. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the point spread? Oh, I guess it was eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, there you go. They covered the spread. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm not saying that had any factor in anything. Coming out of Vegas, just winning a Stanley Cup. Stop it. 100%. But what we are seeing here is maybe the beginning of a new NBA dynasty, so to speak. Oh, it certainly looks that way. Because we talked about this before, um, Denver's salary structure. I mean, the salary cap... Uh, of the NBA is going to change in a couple of years, though. We know that. Dramatically. Yes, where basically if you're, like, there's going to be a new, t- like, whatever, the second tier of, like, the luxury tax, it's, like, it's, whatever, dollar for dollar. Oh, oh yeah. Where, it's, like, it's teams harsh. teams might, just, might you know, splurge on that for one season, but beyond that, I really can't see that. No, what they'll do is if they have a shot at the title, like the year that uh, we won that, you know, the year the Raptors won uh, – the title we did pay a little bit of salary we did pay some tax oh i know you know what i mean so when you're that close to the thing pay yeah, the tax, you get the rings you know what i mean however if you don't have a chance to do that then I'll pull back on the, yeah. on the a noose because that's how the yankees play now eh? i didn't realize that finally got something like they didn't give a shit before they just kept paying that tax but yeah now they stopped, now it's yeah. just throwing away it's dead because well, uh, steinbrenner jr is more of a bean counter than, yeah, uh, yeah. than i love the old was. man i miss the old man but that's another story <laughs> no Bottom but mine is i i really like your theory where um I think believe somewhere in the playoffs, you you put forth the preposition and not me. That is this uh, 10, 12 years ago. Where was Golden State? In just about the same place. Okay, it, they won a championship. Where now? Isn't that one of the they they were one of the uh, you know the the gold standard teams in the NBA? Correct. Yep, they're the one. Like when you ask someone to name off 10, 10 teams in the NBA, Golden State's in there guaranteed. One hundred percent, top five, top yeah, five. There you comes go. Up every there time. you go. But um, like you look at uh, Golden St- or uh, excuse me Denver's salary structure. Jokic his new contract kicks in next year. Jamal Murray's got 2 years left before they're going to sign him back, which they will sign him back, oh, let's be real. Oh, oh no doubt. Michael Porter who is going to be kind of interesting one in all this given the new uh 
salary, whatever the the penalties for uh, going over the luxury tax. Yes. Um, he he's locked in. This is the first of his new five year deal. What's so, he getting a year anyway? About so twenty five. He this year he's making thirty, but then it goes incrementally up until twenty six, twenty seven when he's making forty. Ooh, Michael Porter Jr. Yes. How old is he? Twenty four when he got this contract. Yeah. How old is Fred Van Fleet? Fred Van Vliet has got to be... 28? Yeah, he's got to be pushing 30. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. But anyways... Yeah. And then Aaron to- Gordon's got two more years left. Contavious Caldwell-Pope's got another year left. I think this team is definitely set up to win next year, probably the year after that as well. I'm going to say... Um, here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it this way. Uh, the Joker was amazing. He is one of the most phenomenal offensive forces, I have to say, I've seen in the NBA. First, first center to win M- NBA Finals MVP since Shaq you in 2002. It. Thank you. Not only that, the laser light passes, the soft touch. He's a lot tougher than people give him credit for. Yep. However, the only drawback is sometimes he flaws defensively. Okay. I want to see a healthy Greek freak in the finals against the Joker next year. That is Ooh. my wish list. The Milwaukee Bucks playing against the Denver Nuggets, which is a realistic possibility because I'm still saying I love the Joker. I think he's great. I think that Giannis is still a better player than the Joker. If I had to come down and they say, who do you want, Giannis or the Joker? I'm taking Giannis first, no doubt about it. Can I say one thing too then? Let's push Embiid completely out of this equation. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's push him in because we know where he sits in the I like. I don't know. I, I won't give you, like, I don't know. Now I think this, personally, I think this pushes Jokic as the best player in the game right now. I'm not going to give you. This moment. This moment. Uh, but he's coming off back to ball. Whatever. He, okay, so the, the MB, MVP This is thing. the best thing he's got in the finals. Okay, he got the finals. Last year he got bitch slapped. 100%. You know what I mean? But then again, Giannis, there's some groin pains, though. I mean, Giannis yeah. got pitched left this year. He, he was hurt, swept. though. He got hurt. He was hurt. Everybody knows that. Everybody thinks, and, and I give him. I don't know if that's good, bad, or ugly, but at least he went out there and he tried to man up for the game. But he was, he was like sixty percent of himself. Come on, he. Was I mean, like he a, doesn't have the supporting cast that he. Like, I mean. Oh, I still think they're going to be solid. And I think Milwaukee uh, can make some but moves. I mean, you but know? Middleton's becoming an issue there. Okay, okay, but they still they got some pieces. Okay. And he's on a player option for forty mil next year. Ooh. Oh, he's going to take it. Uh, yeah, no it. shit, he's going to take he's, he's that. Like, what's he going to say? No, I don't want that. Come and then on. that's going to leave him with. Uh, like not much cap space to kind of fill in the edges. Well, we're gonna see because okay, I don't know about okay. Milwaukee. We'll see if they can okay, be healthy. Okay, so here, here, here's what I'm looking at. They're gonna they got Giannis, they got Drew Holiday, they got Middleton. If Middleton is a little shaky guy, I got you. This Grayson Allen, I still think is on the rise. I hate the guy. He went to Duke. I've hated this guy religiously. This guy is next best thing to a piece of shit. But. He's one of those guys you want on his team. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he's going to get more of a play. I don't but think, next year is the last year where he's kind of on an affordable contract. After that, he's going to be asking for a raise. Okay, so then all I'm saying next year is when I want to see Denver play Milwaukee. Now, I can't even say this guy's African's guy's name, the power forward, and, and whatever. He's going to get better. I don't know if Bobby Portis is going to be whatever he's going to be, and, and Drogic has just got to shoot the ball, Okay. Because the rest of the guys are all serviceable. Half these guys I'm looking at their lineup now might not even be there when they get to training camp. Sure. But that is a pretty sizable defensive solid team. 
Okay, not even talking about their scoring because with Giannis boys are going to score. But in the NBA, you, you're going to win. Look at what Denver did. They had nice defense. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I'm not saying it was the best defense in the league. And it was more of the guys like the Porters, the Aaron Gordons. Jamal Murray plays defense. Yep. You know what I mean? KCP plays defense. Hey, he plays defense. That's what I'm saying. And I'd say Milwaukee's got more of a de- defensive presence, even though Mil- my, Miami is known for their tenacious D. We know that. I just didn't think they had the size, and they just ran out of gas. Come on. They yeah. beat Boston. They, and that's beat, pretty... uh, they beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? That's pretty tall order. They're kind of like they did on their side of the thing, what the Panthers did on their side uh, in their league. They beat some of the biggest teams in the league before they got gassed in the end by the eventual champions, who were clearly superior teams. Let's not deny that. Oh, we, sure. We, we seen we seen the game. We know what we were looking at. You know what I mean? But I mean, Miami. You have to wonder how much longer is this championship window open for them? I mean, Jimmy to last Bu- week. Jimmy Bu- last week, <laughs> Jimmy Butler's getting up there in age. His new contract uh, looks like it kicks in next year, three year, well, two plus one deal. Okay, that's good because he'll be thirty four at the time. Yeah, right? Kyle Lowry's got another year at thirty mil. That's uh, bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. God bless you, Kyle. He played pretty good in the playoffs. He he, he kept his own. He wasn't a Kyle Lowry of two nine. Tyler Hero's new deal kicks oh, in next year. That's money. What yep. is he getting? Twenty seven next yeah, year. Yeah, he's there too. But you know what? I, the, the thing that I'm going to say is that I don't think Miami's going to come back because I think they they just had one of those magic runs. Basically, but they've been three conference finals the last four seasons. Okay, so that's what you're saying. They're running out of gas here. Like, what are they going to do? First of all, in my opinion, Tyler Hero's overrated. I'm going to say that. I'm not a huge fan of his. He he makes a lot of stupid or he takes a lot of stupid shots. Okay, so what do we got here now? Let's take a look around. All those undrafted guys, it's going to come back to to, to, to burn them in the ass. Oladipo is going to have to come back and be the Oladipo that we know. Well, he he might not even come back. He's got a player option for next year. There you go. Okay, so you're already in trouble. Kyle Lowry, age, got to go. Kevin Love, age. Well, he's he's a free agent Free agent. Kevin Love, on his way out of town. Kevin Love's well into his 30. Bama Bio, he's a staple. You yep. got to keep him with the with, with the um, with Tyler Hero and Nikola Jokic. These, you know what I mean. But this Mass Strub and Udonis Halas, who should be retired. Cody well, yeah, Zeller, this was his last season. Uh, Duncan Robinson, he's the good, the bad, the ugly. This roster is flawed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who knows what they're? You know, we got free agency. We got the draft. I mean, but they're... I don't know where their pick is in the draft. I mean, is Khalid Martin going to be? The, he's going to have to be the guy all season that he yeah. was in the playoffs. No, I mean they're already right up against the salary cap, given Duncan Robinson's new deal coming in. So I don't think they're going to have like what the, the you might. They have don't to... mind going over a bit because their ownership doesn't mind because they've always danced with the salary cap and the tax no, but, over the years. Yeah, but I mean, what you're going to be able to sign like a couple like mid-level exception players like they did with Kevin Love this year, but like. What else are you going to really be able to do? Well, they, they, I don't know what they're going to do in the draft. I don't see, I'm the, see them be there. I, I think that next year, if they're knocked out in the first round by Toronto, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. No disrespect to Jimmy Butler, but you know where? Let's get that back to that theory. You make the finals the next year, you usually, and you don't win. You usually have a step back. Yeah, a we've lot seen of times, that happen time know, and time again. You got it. So I'm saying Milwaukee had him. I mean, um, they had an amazing run. Miami yeah. had an amazing run, but I'm I'm expecting Boston, Philly. And Milwaukee to once again next year be at the forefront of what's going to happen in the uh, oh NBA. Boy. East. Philly, really? After we just talked uh, smack about Embiid? Well, I, <laughs> I, I hope they fall off the cliff, really. But I mean, because we don't know. know what Harden's doing yet, which I think maybe Harden should be gone so Tyrese Maxey can get like, more of a play. It sounds like he might want to go to back to Houston, which is so weird. But he's an H Town guy. 
He's an H-Town boy. I get that, all, all of that. But I think Maury might keep him around because they have a relationship. I never know what these guys, a prima donna league Yeah, is. I don't know about Can the I NBA. Can I put forth the proposition that I believe that the NBA is the worst-run league of all of them, the four big in North America? No, I'm sorry. It's the NHL. Well, we'll, we'll fight about that on another issue. We're gonna Maybe that'll be a theme show. I think it should. Okay, well, we're working out why you think that they're the worst, and I'll think why the NBA is the worst. But the reason that I'm saying that is I'm just looking at a team like Philadelphia, okay? The fans, they went through the process. Now there's the process. This is supposed to be here, and I see them no chance of winning the NBA Finals next year. Or any, I have a hard time seeing them get to the third round. Yeah, conceivably in the Embiid era, he may never. He may be one of those guys that never get to the finals. Because not, let's think about this, okay? If Zion stays away from the hose and gets to New Orleans, that team could be a threat. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, and you look around the league. If you if you just look around in the Eastern Conference here, okay, you really take a look. The Bulls weren't that far away. They need some adjustments. I think their roster could be better. So, the Raptors, I think, that Masai is going to pull some magic. We'll, we'll talk Hoping. about them in a minute. They're going to be there. Okay? The Nets are going to fall off completely. I think the Nets are going to have to rebuild. I think that the whole Durant, Kyrie Early thing has upset the Apple crate. they got a, a bunch of serviceable parts, but who's going to be the main man? Who's the main man in the Nets? So, I don't think they're going to be there. The Knicks are not going away. They're, oh, they're looking like a team that might make a, a big swing for Pascal Siakam we talked about. You got it. So that's what I'm saying. So when you talk about it now, that's not one. So we're talking about the Celtics, the um, Celtics, the 76ers, the Knicks, all being potential to go there. And we haven't brought up a young Cleveland team that needs a good big man or maybe, I don't know if it's a big man or maybe a bigger forward to help the swing because they got that misbalance yeah. because their backcourt's kind of small and they got tons of big guys, but they don't have the proper swings. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a good night they can beat anybody because that Garland, um, Garland and what's his name? Uh, Donovan Mitchell backcourt. Come on. One of the best on, in the league. Oh, no doubt about it. At any given time, they, they, they could be the, you know what I'm saying, a team that could go to the next level. So to think about um, Miami, bye-bye. You won't be back. You will not. I, I, like I say, if they, I hope they make the playoffs. We never know. Two free yeah, especially with the play-in now as well. Opens that, up with the play-in, yeah. so get their chance at the play-in. Um, I think the conference is too strong. Yeah, the East is starting to build up. And, I mean, we got the draft coming up. We're going to talk about that in a couple weeks. Could be a lot of fun. Uh, but the Toronto Raptors made a big hire, new head coach. Let's say his name. Darko Ryakovich. You got it. Dar I'm glad you said it best. Okay, you know what? I think this is going to be a great hire. I personally believe that because I, the only guy is that I would have taken because sometimes you retreads, go to the right place. Like I think Nick Nurse is a good, is a good fit for um, Philly. You know, the way he coaches might be good. Might be good because I'll put Embiid in a better position. I don't know. Who was Doc Rivers? He was a big man, whatever the case may be. But um, Darko's got a nice resume. He's highly respected by a lot of players, including the guys in Memphis, who all were developed yes. under him. His track record of, of, of a developmental team is exceptional. What my question is, is Masai is, is this going to be a full-blown rebuild, or is it going to be a case of making adjustments? I think it's going to be a case of making adjustments. Me too. I don't think he really wants to step back that far. And you know what? We're not that far away. We need a couple pieces, there's no yeah. doubt. So let's just put We got to keep something. Fred, though. Oh, can I be on... Hey, Fred, if you're listening to the show, I'll pick you up at the airport. Let's have a beer. Let's discuss this. I've been arguing with people all over the city about this all week. Every time you lose a guy like Fred Van Fleet, 
You're out looking for a guy like Fred Van yep. Fleet. You know what I'm saying? I think he just opted out because Masai's going to give him a bigger contract. I'm hoping because our point point guard depth is just atrocious. Like what? what uh, point Malachi? Depth? Yeah, more, we're going to have Malachi Flynn starting games for us. Oh my god. Uh, when when does he leave the team? <laughs> oh I was god. high on him, but he's got to go. Yeah, he's I'm not, not, he, not sure you about know, him. You play this many years in the NBA. He's looked like he's reached his ceiling. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Which funny. Which is 10 minutes in a, in a good game. But really? Come on. And it's funny. The Raptors just can't draft point guards for whatever reason. We had DeLon Wright, who never really panned out. Uh, the guy uh, went to Orlando. He ended up being, he was looking like a guard, but he went to be uh, forward. He was on the bench with who now? He's at the end of the bench with Miami. Terrence Ross? Terrence Ross. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? yeah he was. Yeah, well, he was more of like a, a wing kind of guy. Yeah, but he, yeah. he was supposed to bring the ball up. Who else did we try? Um... We had Jose Calderon. <laughs> I gotta love Calderon, though. He was great. It was so okay. Had, uh, with uh, with his buddy, the dirtiest player who had to go back to Spain because they broke his leg. He was so dirty. What was his name? Oh, he wore number fifteen, right? Yeah, uh, um, uh, he was all rookie that uh, the season with Bargnani. Yeah. Um, oh, you know that dirty. Oh my God, Garbajosa. Garbajosa. Yeah, I, I like the him. guy with the dirtiest. Yeah, player. he had to go back to Europe. Yeah, they busted <laughs> his leg. They said, "Hey, take this, you dirty bastard." Remember, we got that bad broken leg. A lot yeah. of played around the league said someone moved on him that way to break his leg because he's elbows, shots in the balls. He was he's a Spanish <laughs> player. Shit. He was oh, and where did he go? Right back to Spain. And I think he won a championship for two years in a row with one of the Spain team. I'd like to look it up. But if you look at the ra- ra- roster, if you look at the roster, they got to keep Jacob Poto. Okay. Well, they yeah, sure. Come you back just gave and, up assets for okay, him. Okay. So you know, and I think he's got potential to go on. So here's what I'm saying. I'm not re-signing Gary Trent Jr. Down the road. No, he's gone. Okay. I don't. I have no particular reason. Sign and trade candidate. Whatever the case may be. So what's going to be the solid of, of this team? I think it should be Anobi. Poto, Fred Van Fleet, and my favorite Raptor, Scotty Barnes. That should be your nucleus, which leaves yep. you with what? You got serviceable parts like Boucher. I don't think we use Precious enough this year. He had the injury issues. He's going to be solid. Otto I think- Porter Jr. was injured a lot this year. I'm, I think he's in a be a big part of the team next year coming off the bench. And I even think more of a sleeper is going to be this Coloco guy who oh, is yeah. so raw. But so much potential. Like, I mean, like, let's go back. I'm not going to say he's, like, going to be a Giannis or anything like that or even a Bam Bio. But remember when those guys, their first couple of years in the league, you looked at them and said, this guy's got – like, you've seen Giannis. And you yeah. said, this, there's something about this guy. And now look at him. You know what I mean? When the Joker came into the league, something about yeah. this guy. Okay, this, I see this guy here. And what one of the problems with he had was foul trouble. Because he didn't get respect from the referees. Mm-hmm. So every time he jumped in there, they're calling the guy. So maybe with another season, they get the use to his style of play. I, I'm thinking we're going to keep Let's him. Let's hope. Do we keep our, do we keep our Rexdale guy? Rexdale. Banton. Is he a serviceable part? You need depth. I don't know if he's worth it. I, I thought a couple years he's going to go because right now we look at our roster. I would wipe off Will Burton. Okay, we picked him up. He could be something. I don't think so. Malachi Flynn, bye-bye. Banton. Bye-bye. Thaddeus Young, pass your best before date. Bye-bye. Ron Harper Jr. Hmm. Is he a work in progress? Uh, Is he a servicely (laughs) part? Like, I don't think he's got enough minutes. It's hard to to justify. Yes. So, I don't know about him. Chris Boucher, we keep him. You know what I mean? On your seventh and eighth time, guys, you need guys like him. So, I'm saying this. Trade Pascal. Yeah, you got to trade Pascal. Is he out of town yet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not is soon he gone? enough. Hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? Is, is he? Yeah, he's definitely. I, I'd get rid of him in a minute. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not giving him the money for starters, okay? Like, so I'm, I'm calling him out. So, I'll, I'm, I mean, there, Gary Trent is gone. Please hire Fred Van Fleet. And you know what it is? Pascal, I'm still not over that little bitch season that he had, remember? Yeah. When he gave us that little attitude and I don't want to play in the bubble and yeah. where's my teddy bear? And anytime I see a guy do that shit, then I go, that's that's a little gene inside of you that I don't know where it's going to rear its head again. So guess what? Bye-bye. Bust yep. Bye-bye. At so $37 million, no one's going to be crying that we're missing that He's going to go to New York is what I believe. But I just want to say, Darren. Good. We'll get RJ Ryak- Barrett. Ryakovich. Can we welcome him to Toronto? Have we done that? Indeed. Okay, welcome to Toronto. I hope that he is going to do this. Change the offensive core of this team. Because we're the opposite. You you know what? Nurse came in with a defensive reputation. Um, uh, But it's all around. Nurse came in with uh, being the offensive guy, but then he kind of turned himself into the defensive guy pretty quickly, I would say. Because he looked at the roster and said, the only way way to win is have that switching defense, which he worked magically. Oh, sure. And now, you know what's even crazier? If you if you keep a team to a hundred points in the NBA, you're a good defensive team. Yeah. Which is another talk about the evolution of softness in the game, but yep. I won't go there. I just want to go back that uh, I think you wanted to bring up. Where do you think that the duo stands historically? The uh, the Joker, Jamal Murray. Do you think they're going to be historically? I mean, they've got one ring already. That yeah. puts you in the door. Oh sure. You know what I mean. So what are you thinking? Are they going to be? I I, I think they're going to be established with these guys. I think the house that happens is going to say we expect to see Denver back in the play next year. Yeah. And I'm hoping possibly in the finals. I'm hoping that it's. Oh, I hope it's the Raptors and whoever in the Denver in the finals. But I'm not saying that's going to happen. But I really hope it's Milwaukee against them because then I'll something give, tells me it's going to be Boston though. <laughs> Do we have to say that team? What are they going to do before we go? What are they really going to do? They're going to get Jalen Brown out of town. This is how you no regress. Idea. This is your, I have no idea. Bring those two mofos in the room and sit down and say, guys, this is the deal. And don't throw up threes. Remember we are talking about the game? What do they do? They, they yeah. could be the best paint team in the league. Three for 24. I know. We've gotten into, Bob, we've gotten into the Celtics before. You know, we can't I didn't want to bring them up because I don't even like those guys. So let's, 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 not, let's, let's not talk about them. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope they missed the playoffs. So it was peace or whatever. Lots of wishful thinking. But. There you go. But anyways, uh, I want to put a little um, period on the sentence here. And you tell me what you think. Who had the better season aesthetically? The NBA or the NHL? Uh, that's really tough to say because no, it's not. It's the NHL. Let's cut to the chase. And I hate mm. to say it. I'm going to bring it up real quick. Let's see how the season started. Guy punches a guy in the face. Okay, right <laughs> off the bat, the season started. The NBA. You got a guy getting a guy punched in the face. Number two, we have the stories about the kids coming from Manitoba showing up for games. Oh, load management. Let's not play that night. Marquee game. Manitoba. The kid was from like. Uh, I did the math. It was know, like either from like South America or Europe. Oh, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so I, I heard some Manitoba kids. Next, um, what was I saying now? Oh, marquee games being blowouts. How many times are we were saying, okay, look, Thursday night, Milwaukee, Boston. Can't wait to get to the but game. About when you, but what about the playoffs, though? The game. Playoffs are good, bad, and the ugly. I thought times it was very good games. The series was over in five games. I know, but the NHL, both conference finals were, like, over before they started. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So, but, but what was the NBA? Was it much much more? Boston made it interesting because they came yeah. down from 3 nothing. You knew it was going to be over. Guess what? Denver was sitting at home waiting, mm-hmm. too. 
So how, how great is it? So aesthetically speaking, I'm going to go with the NHL. Of course, the NBA ratings are a little bit higher. Right. But the reason being is all the other turmoil. Look at all during the season. Uh, Kyrie Irving and the anti-Semitic stuff. All that nonsense. John Morant. Stop. Wait now. I'm going to just say one thing before we go to end uh, the You season. brought it up, Cruz. You brought this up. Can I say this? You may not know this, but John Morant is the my favorite player in the NBA. I'm starting to believe that the guy was misunderstood. Misunderstood. Maybe he was just in a neighborhood where you're allowed to carry uh, guns. Come on, this guy. Maybe we his all know. Turn his camera off. Cruz, he stop! You're embarrassing yourself. He got his 25 games. That's good. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, okay. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I said he made no, a mistake. No, you're saying he made a mistake. No, but come on. Like this is second time in a row. He's being a fucking idiot. He's. A, <laughs> I don't want to say this, but we all know he's, he's. No, come on. This isn't funny. Okay, I'm not. This laughing. isn't funny. He's, he can put himself in some serious danger. I don't want to go there, but okay, like you're worrying right, about okay. like where he's going to be in five years. Okay, so he's got 25 games. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he should have got any more. People figure said he, it out, Jaw. Okay, you're embarrassing yeah, yourself. Yeah. You're embarrassing the fucking league. Um, I I have a lot of trouble defending the guy. You know what I mean? He well, lost no his shit. Amount, you know? But I'm saying he could turn around. He wants to go out there and be a gangster. Go ahead, man. You're going to fuck up your life. <laughs> With $200 million lost? Do you think he's going to be better? I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna I say... I have no idea. I, I hope so, but I, I, I don't know. I got to see progress before. I'm one in one million. I bring up John Morant, and I just got the same result I got from you right now. Cruz, what are you doing? I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I've never been 23 years old with $200 million in a strip joint with my buddies. But we got this before. Do <laughs> so you think Jay-Z is the guy holding the gun? No. Okay, no, it's it is. security. Yeah, okay, but somebody else should be doing it because a lot of boys in the NBA, it's proven now, like, all the guys put their guns away now. You've heard that, eh? Well, yeah. One of the whispers was, Well, there's a smart way to do it, yeah, and John's not doing it the smart way. No, you know, it's just like this. I heard the analogy best was this, and maybe you brought it up, and I'm going to agree with this. When, ja, when, when uh, Jay-Z's out for the night, do you think there's anybody in the room with Jay-Z that's got a gun? Sure. I'm saying a couple of his boys probably have guns, don't you think? That got, somebody got, you know, three, four guys, security guys. Oh, you don't know who they are. It's the old school about Gretzky. The guy goes into the bar first. You don't even know who yeah. he's in. And then Gretzky comes in, and that guy's already sitting there to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to be honest with you. I just love John Moran since college. I'm going to say the same thing. Ja, please, no more nonsense. Put the gun away. Tell me about the time when you had the little thing on video about your daughter. I thought that you? was amazing. You have a chance to become the face of the league. 100%. Michael Jordan, LeBron, John Morant. Morant. It could go that way. His shoe, his shoe sold out. I know. What and the, that, the commercial's amazing. Oh, the commercial was one of the best. And I heard there's two more in the can. I believe it. Okay, so we're going to go there. In any event, before we sign off on the NBA basketball season, I just want to say one thing. Um, are we going to just push the L.A. Lakers to the side so we don't have to talk about them again? Um, I shouldn't even have brought them up because already the talk about LeBron. Well, it's already the, becoming to be about Brawny yeah, going I, to USC. Nothing's happening. Can we, just, can we just shut that nonsense down? Celebrate the fact that the Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions and perhaps they're going to come back and play Milwaukee next year and that should be the main story because then we can decide who's the greatest big man in the league then deciding what LeBron is having But we know lunch. the greatest big man in the league is but what's that we know who the greatest big man in the league in terms of centers oh you say it's a joker yeah oh yeah that's right but i'm saying i'm I, i'm i'm saying if i had to start a franchise right now i would still take on that note giannis great joker great player great season i love see him sitting with Djokovic. you see the two of them getting together for beers that's a serbian power couple oh yeah you know that was really really cool when i see that big shout out to jamal murray from kitchener ontario who i loved in college 
by the way. I always thought he was one of the best Canadian players, like over Wiggins, because Wiggins was number one, and I always thought, well, Jamal. But what yeah. I'm saying, and with, with Shea, let's say this much when we end this 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 basketball segment. Can all these boys go out, sit down, couple smoke a couple spliffs, maybe down on Toronto Island, and say, let's put a team together for Canada? Because if I'd we put all that. of our talent together, all our Canadian boys, and they they never all show up at the same time. I know. It's but a, if we get all I mean, for the Canadian States, it's like that too. But, like, they just have but a, they have just a, a they lot have a more guys. riches. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot more. But if I'm telling you right now, if you took our best Canadian players, got them together, Nick Nurse. We'd have the second coach, best team in the world. We Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be there. You know what I mean? So, in any event, we're talking about um, – Teams that should be making the playoffs that we had spectacular uh. expectations for. <laughs> oh, well, that's a lovely transition. Oh, <laughs> you know where we're going, don't you? Yes. There was no hit. Do you really have defense 20 games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah. Where are we at, bro? Fourth place. Still? Um, A game, a half a game out of the wild card, which... Doesn't look so bad, but I okay. mean, since we can't beat those guys that are on top of us, that's where the real issue lies. Okay, and I guess the team behind us too. We can't beat the Red Sox either. So. Okay, so let's 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 be honest here. Full disclosure from the house that happens. We did a pre-recorded show last night, and my good buddy here, Mr. Andrew Milani, said he was going to say something about the his opinion about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, Toronto Blue Jays. Do you want to say it first, or am I going to say it first? I'll say it right now. I think we're going to miss the playoffs. Oh! Oh! <laughs> or the postseason in baseball. We're going to miss. Uh, you know, we have to drastically change. Now, let's just look at we're here. Like, what I've that's been... not going to happen midseason, though. That's the that's the issue. we still got to find that uh, mysterious left-handed power bat. Because everyone... Where's Brandon Belt in these days? He is oh, on Cruzy. the 10-day DL. Uh, okay, remember what we guys saying 10 days ago to me? Cruzy... Be nice to Brandon Belt. Oh, because well, 10 days, that. that's not much. He's going to come back and he's going to keep swinging. Then he's going to have another 10 days to get his fucking swing back. Hit 150 again. And we're going to get the all-star. Hey, he's one of the few in. guys on this team that's OPS is over 800. How many at-bats? He has uh, 152. Oh, he's a, a larger sample size than I considered. Okay, let's get back to... If we go back, if you've been listening to The House That Happens, I cruise have been saying a lot of things about this team that are coming into fruition. And the only part that seems to be keeping us in there is my favorite stat, which is... Quality starts. What happened last night? What did we get? Another quality start from our boy Kevin Gosman. There you go. But what was the score of the game? Two to one. What does that tell you? This team can't hit. This no. team can't hit a lick. It's, it's brutal. Now... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really dump. I don't want to dump on the guy because remember I said, oh, he's got that nice swing, the left-handed for the short porch at the dome. <laughs> he could be the guy. You know what, though? He, in terms of war, wins above replacement. He's actually fourth on the team. I, I noticed that. But, I mean, some of that. Some of that uh, some he, of the, a lot higher than Vladdy, a lot higher than Springer. Yeah, oh, Vladdy. We'll get to him in a minute. My thing is this is that you got to start. We're going to the all-star break here. What's our regular lineup? Oh, I forgot. We don't have one. Oh, what are we going to well, do? I mean, today? Our outfield. We're going to put we're going to put Big Bird at first today. We're going to put Grover well, in center field. The only the hey, only problem. Well, hold on, hold on. Come the on. only real issue has been second base. Let's be real. Okay, I I agree with that. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is that how does that affect the rotation of the outfield in this way? Murrayfield has played very good second base at times. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes he's looked a little out of place, but I think that's because he's not had enough time with Bichette because of chemistry issue, okay? So I want him in left field more. That's where I really want to put him in left field. So he can rotate through with Kermeyer, and when Springer needs a day off, and who am I missing? And Varsho, yeah. well, against certain hitters, should go sit down. I'm not saying platoon the guy, but give him a day off because there's some pitchers that eat Varsho. Yeah. You see, there's some pitchers coming. He don't. He ain't hitting those guys. Today. I wouldn't mind if they uh, went like a little bit more of like a platoon system. I'm not going. Maybe to- use maybe use not exactly like a lefty righty platoon, but you know, you, a little bit more of a analytically savvy platoon. <laughs> look at look at previous. No, no, but you're like, gonna kill on. me. You're getting. Oh, hold you're on. Walking, like, you're, like, you're setting me up. You set me up brutally. You well, know I that. just said that to trigger you just a little bit. Set but. me up. The guy set me up. Okay, I'm not. Okay, is my well, lawyer in the room? Let me get a word. In my here. lawyer in the room. Before I say anything else, is my lawyer in the room? But you can just look at past data. But like, how do you do against this pitcher in the past? Like I that can't kind of deny thing. that you're killing me. But I'm. I. I didn't. I'm trying to go there without going there. I'm trying to go there without being completely hypocritical. <laughs> but I am looking oh, at Cruz. Classic. Classic fence sitter Cruz. I tried to defend the guy. Okay, and then I look down. Okay, here's where I'm going to juxtapose this, bro. I look down the street at a team that doesn't have our money, that wasn't supposed to do anything because they're in that West Division where they got to compete with the mighty dollar of the San Diego Padres and the L.A. Dodgers. Oh. And who's in first place in that division? The, oh, yeah, it's the Diamondbacks. The Arizona Diamondbacks. And who do they have? A catcher who is the number one defensive efficiency guy in baseball national league he's a rookie by the way yes. he's hitting around 300 he's not showing a little lot of power but the other guy that he's we, a doubles guy though okay that's what i'm saying okay then we let another guy go guy go where who has crazier hair than mine who is now hitting 300 with 13 home runs and about 40 rbis and guess what i'll put his defense back in the dome for some of the things that i've seen happen now just to have his no offense. i know that, no, that's a bad trade oh that's a bad trade. Wait, wait, I was, I was, me and uh, me and my buddy Massimo were lamenting this at work this week. I remember. Let's go back to show. Remember the first thing when I first heard about this show, I said, "Oh, wait a second here." I was not in bed with it, but I was trying to sell myself yeah. on believing this is me the last half of power bat that we're going to need. The guy could potentially hit three of the home runs at the dome <laughs> instead of that big place in Arizona. I mean, how's we, it working we, out? We made the mistake of thinking <laughs> that the guys in the front office know more than we do. Obviously, they didn't. But you know what? I'm I'm still saying now. So we got to complete the deal. I'm going to say something that might be sacrilegious or blasphemous in this town called Toronto. What we did is we tried to change the culture of the dugout, get rid of the jacket with that Latino player. Which you were all over last season. Let's not not skirt around that. Okay, I'm going to say that. Okay, so now what you did is you pushed these guys away with the excuse that they were defensive liabilities. Remember that was the number one thing? I think that's bullshit now. They got them out of town so the guys wouldn't be smoking dope in the clubhouse or whatever (laughs) the party they were doing. I don't know. But anyways, let's cut to the chase. Look at that party atmosphere every day. In the in the Jays dugout, and that's why they fired Montoya because he yeah. was letting it go. Nobody. Had control well, I mean, Mont- uh, well, I mean, everyone knew from day one what his role was. Babysitter. Yeah, he could speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's what. But we're then, I mean, with. we like. I mean, there are some obviously like interpersonnel issues here with the Blue Jays. I mean, Bichette and Guerrero. We've talked about this. It doesn't look like those two get along at the all. Best. Yeah. At all. You know what? Because Bichette comes from the old school, like his dad who is a freaking, let's come to the office in serious. Dante Bichette, 
Won the batting title a couple times in Colorado. MVP as well. Did he win MVP? I think he did. I can't remember that. But, I mean, he was a no-nonsense player in Colorado. And his son, look at the difference. And Vladdy was a little bit, his old man was a little bit loosey-goosey. Oh, he was the best bad ball hitter. I mean, that tells Ever. you all it is there. Him and George Bell. Am I, oh, George yeah, Bell too? George Bell was right up there. You know what I mean? George Bell was maybe not quite as good as a hitter as Vladdy, but he's my favorite player. But oh, okay, so Bichette was not – I thought he was an MVP. He was All-star, all-star, definitely. He finished second for MVP one year, though, in okay. 95. Yeah, and won the batting title, right? Yeah. He won a batting title? And was home uh, – Silver Slugger. Well, so he was home run leader and RBI leader in 95. How many did he hit, 43? I can find that. He was 30-30 the next year, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 30-30, I think, two years in a row, if That's I remember insane. correctly. Good ball player, but then he didn't have the stamina. And guess what? He didn't have Bo's speed. Bo's got way more speed. And I think Bo's a little bit smaller than the old man, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the old man was a little bit bigger, which maybe because Dante stayed at first base. He was never going to be no <laughs> second baseman or shortstop. That's for damn sure. Let's see. 95, he hit 340. See? Yeah. 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 He, yeah he was. He, and they, they, they tried to say a little bit had to do with the um, thin air in Colorado BS. They always say that. 340 is 340 in my books. Oh, okay, sure. If you're hitting on Mars, you're hitting 340. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I want to hit 340. But in any event, I'm just saying this. I'm scared. To, I'm starting to realize that Toronto might not make the playoffs. Now, here's what the great. We're definitely not winning the division. Oh, no, no. That, that's gone with the win a long time ago. But here is the great juxtaposition that we are in again. They were in Texas. Where is Texas in the standings? They're first in the AL West. And they're one of the top teams in the American League. Now we're going into the house to steal games? Yeah, they have the third best record in the AL. Okay, so now we got there and we got... The fourth it. best record in the majors. Thank you. This is a serious team with a great home record. So we won the first game of the series. All we got to do is take more. You want to win every series, we win more. So there we go. So what goes on here? Thank God we had Gozman as a pitcher. Now today's up in the air. Do, do they announce? I say it's going to be Trevor Francis. I really believe it is. And I hope he goes four innings now. He hasn't yeah, pitched. he hopes it just doesn't turn into like a bullpen kind of day. Yeah, but look, he hasn't pitched since that day, has he? Notice they haven't brought him in. So they yeah. could be grooming him to go four innings. He pitched three innings the other day. He was sharp. He could have pitched one more. But because his pitch count, he hadn't built up his arm for that kind of a count. Yeah. So notice he has not pitched since that start. And they gave him that extra day off. Maybe he's building up his arm, so he's going to go for today. Is it improbable? It's got to be on now. The game's on a couple hours. Gambler's got to know. <laughs> the gambler's got to know this stuff, man. You know what I mean? So it's, they got to be saying who it is. You know, the lineup at the pro line store. Who's starting? And you know what I mean? If I'm know. betting on the game today, I'm not betting till I know who's pitching. That's a gimme. So I think it's going to be Trevor Francis. I really do. I'll try and find that, but. Is there we'll any see. other surprises around the league besides Arizona's that you've looked at, baseball-wise? Um, so I'm going to say, yes, there is. Baltimore? The Baltimore Orioles in our division, the toughest division in baseball, are they for real? Didn't you figure they'd make the playoffs this year, though? No. No, okay. I thought they'd have this start. I thought they'd look good. I just didn't think they'd have enough pitching. And I'm still questioning their pitching. However, they knocked the cover off the ball. There you go. Their defense is solid. Every day you go out there, buddy on first base, uh, what's his name, uh, the, the kid catcher, they're solid. And I hate Baltimore, by the way. I hate Baltimore. <laughs> Them and their stupid, uh, derpy-looking bird on their cap. It's been like that way since I was a kid. However, they are going to be another poster child. Another poster child when we talk about how do you build a team. 
and how it can be sustained. Houston or Chicago Cubs had the idea with Epstein, but then he left town. And everything fell everything apart. Everything fell apart quickly. Uh, no kidding. Well, apparently everything fell apart right after they won the World Series when Joe Madden wanted to have like the Halloween dress up thing, and the players were just like, "Fuck uh, this yeah, shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. It got a little bit crazy, but um, that's what I'm talking about. When 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 you're, what was I just saying now uh, about Baltimore? Jays still don't have a confirmed starter. Really? It's got to be Richards. Like, why wouldn't it be? I have no idea. It's it's interesting that they haven't announced it yet, but the, we'll, we'll get there on another basis. Anyways, my belief is this. If we don't start hitting, we're, we're going to be like, we're a half a game out of, the, out of the wild card, so to speak. And you know why? Because some of the other teams are weaker. Yeah. But what are you going to do is I don't want to be the play-in. When you're going to be getting this season, you're going to say, oh, Tor- Toronto Blue Jays, we're going to be a play-in team? Oh, they have to. Well, they're not going to win the division, so no, they're forced that's into what that I'm spot. So what I'm saying is they've had a fall-off, a precipitous yeah. fall-off, because we were talking about them as potential World Series team, especially we were all, what was our biggest worry? Think about this now, and it's completely a joke. Our biggest worry was our fifth starter. <laughs> now our freaking ace is somewhere in Florida trying to lose weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think about it. We're, I, I, I hope, hey, Manoa, if you're out there, Alex, hope things are going well. Hope to see you in August. Imagine if he had actually had a good start to the season. Between him, Gosman, Barrios, Bassett, we'd be laughing. We'd be in first place in the league, no problem. Like, look at the look at what he has done for us from a starting point of view. Well, I, I don't know if about us being in first, but no, I think I, we, had the amazing we'd run. be in a healthy second. Oh, no doubt about it. But you know what? Uh, and, and what's really great about the Tampa Bay uh, uh, Rays at this point in time is they have two legitimate MVP candidates on that team. Arguably three. Arguably three, you know what I mean? But your buddy at shortstop, because remember I was saying that the other guy. Wander Franco? Oh, my God. He's, he's my pick. A, and, he's and, my and, pick right and now. You know why? you know why I would even say even more? Because of his defense. Oh, no, 100%. 100%. Stick, not just his stick, but his defense. He's playing some of the best defense I see in the league from a shortstop position. Yep. Is that what you want? A shortstop can do that? I mean, he's uh, not, How nice would that be? Oh, well, <laughs> but we got a guy that's close. Come on. Like, Bo's not that far away. Uh, but we talked about this before. Like, those plays where he's kind of got to go up to the ball, he's fine. But if he's got to go to the side yeah, or back, you're kind of you're kind of clenching your yeah, fist. Yeah, especially when he's got to go into the oh, hole the and make a big Oh, the in the house. It's about time. Where's he been? Say hello, buddy. Sir, do you want to come on? Come on, say hello. Oh, but I will say this, man. I will say this, Serge. That's a badass Zeppelin shirt. I'm telling you right now, any Zeppelin fans in the house, and we are the house of Zeppelin, Serge, I got to tell people that I haven't seen that one. I've seen you wear a lot of Zeppelin shirts. Quit your, put your microphone on. Say something. Let you us know turn you're on here. The mic. Turn the mic. Let us know you're here. Come on. How's it going? Very good. Great Zeppelin shirt. Look at the date. 71 Wembley. Damn. You got to see the bootlegs I got in the car right now. Oh, really? I've January seen a couple 9th, of January 9th, Japan. Oh, Vids? nice. Yeah. Vids? No, no, it's just uh, the bootlegs. I got bootlegs. Got to put them on here. Got to put them on one night. Let's have a Zeppelin night. We haven't had oh, yeah. one in a while. We're going to have one. Good. Um, I'll be here for that 100%. But that's a great shirt, man. I forgot about Thanks. that. And look what it's, it's even funnier. Plus supporting acts because they still yeah. have people showing up. And they still played two-hour sets. 100%. You know, think about that back in 71. It doesn't matter if they had three ads. Zeppelin still came on and played two-hour sets, yeah. two hours plus, the first band to do it. But we're a sports show right now. We'll do the music later. But this is the House of Zeppelin, bro. You know what always, I mean? Always, always. And if you can, Andrew, this- how are you doing? Good, how about yourself, Serge? Good. What did you, th- you think about that golf shot last week? Oh, Incredible. we're, we're going to get perfect to Perfect timing. Yeah. Your timing uh-huh. is impeccable. So at that note, and now that Serge is here, 
you're going to get in on this because we just finished talking about the Toronto Blue Jays and we believe they're not going to make the playoffs. We stayed at the house that we we are on record as saying we don't think they're going to make the playoffs. With this one roster, game at a time. I agree, but Serge, you see this roster how it's constructed. Come they on, pulled it off that. last night, right? Because they yeah, had a quality start, but the team don't hit, bro. They did they win hit. on Did they win on Thursday night? No. I was in Montreal yeah. for the day. Yeah, I know. F1. Yeah, I know. I thought you were going to stay oh, up nice. there for a no, couple I, of days. I, my niece's birthday today, and then tomorrow's Argo season opener. These, these, we should these, these, bring that up. These, these guys. Okay, we, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but anyways. Argos. You know, they're raising, hey, they're raising a championship banner tomorrow. And I think that's significant in the city. We, Anytime we, you have a we advantage. We should be there at, seven, at 645. Look at these guys. And are the first 10,000 people in there get a replica championship Argo oh, cool. ring. Big shout out to the Toronto Argonauts because they are the only championship seat team we have in the city right now. Big and time. if you guys want to join in the fans from Shuey's Argo Club here, we'll be in lot South Lot along the fence along Lakeshore. We'll, the game's at seven. We'll be there at eleven. I'm predicting that you guys might get on TV. No. You know when they come down, they're saying they're going to season. I got an idea. You guys are going to get on. We TV. don't want to be on TV. I'm just saying. You heard it here first, okay? We don't you, want to be. The on house TV. that happens says, "I'm of the belief that Shoeys will be represented on the TV screen." Well, we're just going to have some protein tomorrow. Oh, some, uh, you know, I, 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 you remember know. I'm on that site. I've been watching the preparations. This ain't no. This ain't no little. This ain't a day at the church. Let's put it that way, bro. It's a championship. That's what I'm saying. I like what you guys, I, li I like your mocks. And like if anybody wants to come down on July 21st, it's a Friday, we play the Thai Cats in Hamilton. I might do that. There's 14 tickets available. Hamilton. I'll let you know about that with that because July a family 14th? thing tomorrow. I'm like, uh, yeah, that might July be interesting. July 21st, I think it's a Friday. We're okay. leaving here at 4. And we got... Going to Hamilton? Going to Hamilton. We I, have 14 I, I, seats. I, 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 I'm a, second I'm a, I'm a and third row behind the bench. And that wear my Ricky we, Williams That day jersey. we will be on TV. Yes, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm going to wear All my right. Ricky. Okay, I could be in on that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be in on that. Anyway, Serge, you came for perfect timing. I really, I can't wait to do the show about, uh, we did the theme show last night. I can't wait to hear it, but that's yeah. in the can. It's pre-recorded. Uh, I kind of kicked the hell out of Jock Lemaire a bit. You know, okay. whether you like it or not. We, gave, we, didn't, we weren't the nicest to Jock, but we gave him his, his credit. But Stop anyways. picking on him. Had to. In any event, there's, we wanted to end the show this, this way this week, and we were talking about last week, for the first time since before I was born, a Canadian won the Canadian Open golf tournament. Yep. Not only did he win it, it was in sudden death overtime. Fourth holes, playoff fourth. hole. Fourth playoff hole with a 72-foot, 6-inch putt he drained. I jumped off the couch. The other golfer started walking to, to put his ball down. Exactly, because it was <laughs> un, un going there. Now, congratulations to Nick Taylor for ending the drought. Good golfer. Yeah. I'm glad that he won. What I'm really proud of is the things like at the 14th hole where they busted into old Canada, and yeah. everybody in America was seeing, oh, those Canadians, they're always polite. They're always stayed. They're always so this. Oh, really? Did you hear what I was saying on some of the sports shows? And I agree because I was watching it. PTI. Best tournament of the year so far. Uh, a couple guys on Around the Horn. Best golf tournament of the year so far. So you know what I'm talking about? We've oh, already had the great. players. We had the masters. But I mean from a competitive point of view. Because the way it went. I watch a lot of golf. And it was very competitive down the end. A lot of tournaments have been the end. Great shout out to Nick Taylor. However, Serge, here is the question. Where is this shot in the annals 
of great Canadian sports moments. Now, I'll give you an example of one so that I that we that that is up there, but I don't even think it's close. Is and we're talking about golf. Is Mike Weir is winning the Masters? Okay, that's a start. Uh, that's sure. that, that's bigger than this. So where where do we put this in? Like, let's just think about like you're saying the Golden Goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, why don't we just? I think we got to wait a bit. You know, let the year end, then put it into perspective. A lot of other things can happen still. I agree, but everybody's been talking about it because such it was a magnanimous moment for the country, and yeah. it was on national TV in America. Everybody's seen that the, the, the oh, it's right up there. It's right up there. Everybody's saying, so I'm going to go there. I'm saying, and I hate to say this as a Canadian, I think it's a tad overrated. If it wasn't for the, what if he just it wasn't put a major? That's the yeah. thing. Okay, what if he? You know what really made it is a seventy-two foot putt. Hundred percent. That's what made it. Like, but had just a little drop in two no, exactly. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. It was a dramatic. It, it was the shot. The seventy-two. Yeah. Like it was like. Wow. Wow. The, the and then the reaction of the oh, crowd behind. Oh, it was behind. amazing. Adam Hadwin getting yeah. tackled by the oh, security because he was awesome. in the yes, body. Yes, yes. The yeah. whole nine yards. Oh, it was just, just added to it. It's, it's going to be like everyone. I, I watch the Golf Channel, too, full disclosure. I watch the Golf Channel. Right, they're right. Gonna, they're saying already that when they do that little monologue at the end of the year, the moments, there'll be two or three from the Canadian Open that they're, they're going to say. So yeah. I can't put it in. I don't even know. I'm going to just yell out. Top ten things that I can think of in Canadian history that I think would be be, be great. First of all, we got to talk about the Paul Henderson goal, seventy-two, which is iconic. I think they're going to put that on a coin one day. Yeah. The Joe Carter home run. Right. The Kawhi Leonard. Uh, yeah. Shot. The Kawhi Leonard shot that was up there. Of course, Mike Weir winning right. the, the Masters. Sidney Crosby's golden goal. That's five. I'm thinking something else. I'm missing something in Great Canadiana. Um, oh, the women winning the Olympic, what, what, what about the, the soccer team? Yeah. The women's soccer team. What about, what about 87? What about 19? Bronco winning the U.S. Open? What about 1987? The Lemieux goal. Oh, that's okay. up there. That's the that's Cup. That's that. Uh, me, okay, we had to say 10 10 1 because, because there's so many Canada Cups and stuff. But if I that was say, in the overtime, you know? Exactly. But if I had to say my Gretzky 10 Canadian moments, that'd be number 10. Then I'd work from the, yeah. the, the Gretzky Lemieux goal. I'd work from number 10 and work my way down. I think I should be able to find nine more things in Canadian basketball. I mean, Canadian sports, uh, sports yeah. history. Well, Montreal winning those four cups in a row. One, one that, uh, of course, a couple we of keep that, tabs yeah, on the Habs yeah, here, yeah, bro. A couple that got, I defended the house today. Right, Good. Right. Uh, as, a, as a racing guy, what, a couple that got forgotten. A lot, Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve. He won, he yeah. won the Indy 500 two years later. He won Formula One. one yeah, right. so yeah, that, that would be, I forgot. Jacques. I was yeah, at yeah, his course this weekend. It was you know, it was there yeah, yesterday. Jill's of course. Jill's yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And John Draper Park. Do you think Jocks was bigger than Jill's only Jill's because... never won. Uh, he never won for... He was never a champion. It was, yeah, that's right. And, and his son, he won Indy 500 with a two-lap penalty yes. that year. That's, uh, that's That's historic. Yeah. It was historic. And then game. two years later, he's Formula One champion. Yes. Yeah, so, so, oh, yeah. So that, that there's... I'm glad you brought that up. So that, that's what I mean. We've already... That's seven. That's seven are already graded. Like, and like you say... What about uh, if you're going like that, like the Indy, like uh, Paul Tracy, then he won. But he never won. Of, no, he never won anything. And we no. had a bunch of guys that knocked on the door. Same with the tennis people. But we did, We got uh, Andrew Suko. We got to give her because yeah, okay, she won yeah. a US, US Open. Yeah. And another one that we're, we're failing to bring up because not that we're disrespecting female sports because I'm trying to make sure that we did that and we did shout out the pride this week is... Um, uh, um, <laughs> Brooke Henderson. Yes, that's the right. The Brooke Henderson moments on the golf course. What she has done is already clip eclipsed. Like mm -hmm. 
this Nick Taylor guy is going to have to do some work to even come close to what Brooke Henderson yeah. has done on the same level in oh, golf. For sure. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm going to still say it was a great moment for our country. Oh, like, you know, yeah. I like the best because we're on CBS Sports Sunday afternoon, one of the highest rated sports shows, and they're 10 minutes away from the house. <laughs> I should have went over. Where was it? 10 minutes, Jane, yeah. whatever? Oakdale, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jane Shepard. Jane, Jane Shepard. We're 10 minutes from the course. We're in a national audience. We represent you know it. I, I was so proud, bro. I was proud. That, that weekend, I had people from the States, from Quebec. Here? Here, all kinds. all kinds of fans, like single came, just they came by themselves and they were just. I talked to some women, yes. It. Okay, you want to know something, Serge? And we should point this out here because the house that happened is sponsored by Shoei's Bar and Grill. You must have a site where people find you. What does it say? When you're at the airport, you want to go somewhere it's cool, does Shoei's point up? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't follow that social media. Neither, okay, okay, but sir, jump back. This is a proprietor. This is when that, that, when that, that punching bag should come down and hit him in the head because you're obviously attracting people from all over the world because I'm talking to him. Hey, hey. I'm at the bar. Where are you from? When the guy from Denmark one night. Yeah, How yeah. did you find out about it? Well, I went on the phone and it said, because you know what the great thing, Serge, and you should be proud of this? They don't want to go to a um, franchise. They're looking well, for the local flavor of the neighborhood, and somehow they came here. Look at how many people. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's First of all, it's it's not my place. It's your place. Oh, it's not for place. years. It's everybody's place. So you come. Josh's in, place. Josh's place. You know what you I'm saying. You come and you uh, treat it like your own. I've done that since you know? the day I've stepped yeah, in yeah. here. So you know that's what type of people come. I here. still remember. Can I tell the little story? Can I a little st story about Serge and I and the history of Shoeys? The first night I came into Shoeys, I said something about a band. I'm Mother Earth did this, and then I said, Chris Cornell did this at a show. Now, I didn't really know Serge that, and I left the house, and Serge said, that guy with the fro, do you think he knows what he's talking about? What's this show? I got that tape at home. I'm going to go home and fact check that motherfucker. Serge goes home. I'm being honest to me because I didn't see, see Serge yet. He told everybody else. That fucker was right. I looked at the thing that Serge Chris Cornell got on the bar. So at this time, Serge did not own the establishment. However, within a year to that, you had, yeah. Serge became the proprietor. And he told people, you know who's going to start coming in here? I'll start getting guys like that guy with the fro. You're going to hear both bands coming in there, door. I remember coming in the door, Serge. And Serge seeing me first, he said, I told you they would come. I don't know how you knew that, but remember that I walked in the door and I said, and then 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 he I haven't then, left. Then also that day, uh, I think you had to rush home because somebody messed around with your garden. You no, know, I, I was here. I had to take the edge off. Yeah. I got ripped off. Remember? Yeah, oh, right. I was furious. Yeah, right. I had to go somewhere. A couple shots. Josh got my garden. I told you about that. I got my garden taken. I was not. I was. I was livid. Fourteen, bro. Full bloom. I left the place for once. Oh, I know the story. I don't want to bring it up. But seriously, right. I'm not an angry guy, but ooh. Okay, guys, I got to get going. Thanks go for the two big words. You were just about I'm to just end I'm just going to go show. to the gym to get ready for the Argo tailgate. All right. Do All right biceps. And, Enjoy. Uh, yes. On that note, and, is there anything else you'd like to bring to the show? Uh, congratulations to Novak Djokovic. has became the all-time leader in majors. Once again, with his win at the uh, French Open. Glad to bring that up. He's the other joker, and I think now that he should get, she should be less hated and more respected. Yeah, the uh, main king of Serbia, I guess we can call him. The main king of Serbia, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there anything else you'd like to bring up? This is Joshua in the house right now. Shout she, out, Josh. She, and you should also be hearing his music. Very good music guy. Oh, okay, we'll yes, do. Yes, he is. Uh, you know, a uh, product of our society, but he's doing something new since then. Okay. Give him a shout out. Um, 
Also want to bring up Formula One in Montreal this weekend. Oh, we would be just uh, a big shout out to Chris Andula, my coworker who's up there. He's going to be bringing me back a souvenir. I got to text him for that. Um, I'm, I'm going to probably go home and watch the um, qualifying. Yeah, because it's on the thing anyway. So we'll be taking that. Because we at the house that happened. We do say hello to ha- Formula One as much as we possibly can. That's right. But I'm going to end the note on one little thing here that I think is just as significant as anything else that happens in the world because I have a belief now that the social justice engineering in this world says some people are more equal than others and I think we should stop that. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, um admonish any group, gender, club, race or anything. I'm just saying that we should start having our respect for something that we call men 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 you know just men and i'm alluding to this i want to give a gracious appreciative happy father's day to everybody out there that's being the man that they should be and forget about all the other nonsense that's going on in this world and start respecting the the fathers that make our hydro go that make our our uh, flushing system goes. That pick up our garbage. That police our streets. Remember, we have a lot of good men out there, and I want to say to each and every one of them, a uh, very happy. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And on that note, I just want everybody to know that my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And this is the house that happens to remember we always keep the vibe alive. 